I like that too. We have to go back, Kate. We have to go back! And we're back. Hello and welcome everyone to our third episode discussing all things geekdom called I Like That Too. You may recognize our voices from such podcasts as Positively Star Wars Senate. So welcome to our spinoff special. Teaming up for us this roundtable will be Ricky... Hello. I am Ryan, and joining us for the first time here is Stephen. Hello, brother. <laughs> the obligatory <laughs> Brit, as we like to call him. So, you may be asking yourself, what topic can be strong enough, influencing enough, and at times confusing enough to bring us together for a third time? Well, that would be the nearly 19-year-old TV ABC special called Lost. So... Here we are. This is strong enough to bring us and another person back to join us for this. So, welcome everybody. <laughs> welcome. 19 years. Wow, I can't believe yeah, it's been that long. Yeah. No. It's so, and realistically, I is think it, this. Do we still use those lottery <laughs> numbers? <laughs> if it hasn't worked I, by I, now. I, I tried using those recently. I was like, well, you know, 800 billion. Yeah, 40, 15, 16, 23, 42. So, uh, nothing. <laughs> you haven't memorized. <laughs> So, th- so this idea kind of came up because, as I mentioned, we're call- we're kind of all the Star Wars podcasts, but Steven has always brought up, like, oh, I'm rewatching Lost this yes. month, so I'm too busy doing something else. And I think if I've been wanting to rewatch Lost for a while, so and I couldn't ever make it past, like, halfway through the first season. And I finally just buckled down and watched it all. And then Ricky watched it, and it's like, you know what? This show, it was such a huge phenomenal thing and very controversial in the last season, much like many shows nowadays, you can be honest. Uh, so it'd be fun to just touch base on one of the biggest shows of the early 2000s. So we're all here to discuss Lost. I like the ending. <laughs> There's nothing Spoil- wrong with the ending. <laughs> Spoil- Will there be? I don't know. You'll have to wait till we get to that part of the discussion. Maybe it was terrible. But maybe I, I, it was. honestly, though, I haven't watched the entire series in like a few years, but I did um, start watching it again. I watched the pilot or half of the pilot the other day. So, Oh, you're totally caught up then. You got yeah, half the pilot. I, I did watch those quick videos. Remember, um, while the show was airing to get, you know, viewers caught up on the newest season, they do those quick uh, videos on online or it would actually come on TV. But I think YouTube was starting off back then. It was like the woman's talking like really fast and showing, and then John Locke does this and blah, blah, blah. and then Hurley's sad. And then, blah, blah, blah. yeah, those are those are fun to watch. I they watched, still have those on YouTube. I watched it yesterday. It was a bit of a comedy one. I was watching. Yeah, it, <laughs> I, it wasn't serious, but it was quite good. It's very good way of catching up. Yeah, uh, yeah. but it's quite. It was done in a jokey way, but also serious. Yeah, it's like oh, and then this person dies. Sad. And <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's it. We must have watched exactly the same one. Is it a woman? Is it ladies' voice? Yeah. Didn't it? It was yeah. like one through seasons yeah. one through five, and I couldn't find yes, the final season good. one. Yeah, I watched that one. Yeah, I couldn't find the finale one, but I, I saw somebody else do one. And, I did, uh, yeah. but as my as my as my little background homework, because we only decided we was going to do this about a couple of weeks ago, so enough time to go through the whole thing again. Um, I rewatched the pilot, uh, and by that I mean the two first two episodes, not rewatching that chap um, posters or anything or something like that. The pilot in the Oceanic Eight One Five. 
a little bit of a joke there. I was going to watch the, the, the final episode, never got round to it, not enough time in the day. Um, and I did rewatch some, which I'll get to later, some YouTube videos and stuff. Some very good YouTube videos, a YouTube channel I can recommend, apart from a Senate podcast. Rewatching that that pilot, uh, like, um, yeah. I forgot all the characters. <laughs> like, well, there's so many people. Like, well, you you really are. I probably rewatched Wasp probably four or five times wow. since it since it finished. So, and that's quite for me, as other people know here, that's quite something. Did you yeah, guys watch anything if I can help it? <laughs> did you guys watch it while it was on? Like yes, I from did. The beginning, yeah, I was hooked. I was hooked. I want to think... say towards the like in the later seasons, I might have kind of got too busy, but I remember definitely watching the final season, and then having really nobody to discuss it with went online and had to look up what all the meaning was and i was like oh that's deep it was still yeah. pretty much in the what i call for me well I mean, the internet was around then but yeah. i didn't actually i knew there was stuff on the internet and i, didn't, and I knew there's a lot of websites out there a lot of people discussing it i for some reason never interacted with any of that until after lost had finished then i found these websites i thought oh my gosh if, I'm, if only i'd was so i don't know i wasn't really a social media person at that time um mm. if i was it could have had a could have a really good fun time because there was a lot of stuff going on a lot of fan favorites a lot of discussions and uh, a lot of good stuff out there but unfortunately i never paid any attention to um i think i was just busy working i don't, I don't think i started watching it till like third fourth third season or something like that um, my brother-in-law was into it, and he had like the DVD set. So I think we borrowed him from him and just got caught up when the new season was going to start, which was probably like season four. I have all the DVDs as well. Three, season three, yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, I, we got into it. it was like, well, everyone's talking about this show, so let's just. Oh, that's it. That's it. It's not yeah. like um, it's one of those shows where literally everybody was talking about it when it when it first yeah. came out. Yeah, this was, like, I think, this was the thing that coined the term "water cooler show." where it was a must-talk-about show the next day everywhere. And it was just one of those things where it was really super impactful in every way for TV. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. I was like, I'm like, well, I'm not going to watch the show when it came out. I was like, well, it's got the dude from Party of Five. and <laughs> the Lord from, of the who's Rings. The from, is that, who's the dude from Party of Five? I did watch uh, Jack. Jack. Jack, yeah. Oh, yeah, he was the older brother. I used to watch that show. <laughs> so did you know I had no idea. Was, did you guys know some of the car- some of the um, the actors and actresses and stuff from other stuff then? Yeah, the pretty much just him see. and um, what's the name from Lord of the Rings? Charlie. Um, Charlie. Yeah. And... Oh, Dominic. Yeah. Oh, the guy that played Mister Echo was in other things, and I think that was probably it, right. Yeah, when I watch some old TV shows, I'm like, hey, I know that person. So, yeah. Yeah. but so I do have. Just some like quick breakdowns. As a reminder, since you know, obviously, I was probably the latest one to watch the whole stretch of the season. Uh, Stevens rewatched it the most, so. Uh, but yeah, I just got a few notes on the seasons. But Can we have I spoiler do, uh, first. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Yes, just spoiler alert. Too long gone now. I would. I think it's time. Yeah. yeah. Spoiler alert, folks! If, yeah, if you haven't watched the show, then just go watch it and come back. Because. <laughs> <laughs> talking a new generation here i mean we're talking something that uh ended 13 years ago so you know yeah, people were in their teens maybe they watch it or adults now and yeah. uh streaming tv it's all there it's especially i mean at the time of COVID, it was probably a perfect time to be like oh let me just watch six seasons of this show yeah. 
could have caught up on it. But yeah, it was. Uh, I got some just some general notes and awards on it. So it aired September twenty second, two thousand four, and lasted till May twenty third, two thousand ten. So it looks like it went straight wow. through the six seasons. Um, it was created by Jeffrey Lieber which did the pilot only, which I found interesting. Mm-hmm. And then it switched over to J.J. Abrams um, and Damian Lindelof as the uh, kind of two creators for it. So they're kind of, they're kind of coined for creating the rest of it. But yeah, Jeffrey Lever was just kind of, I think he just left because they didn't like the way it was going. So J.J. was JJ. a producer on it though, right? The whole time? Oh yeah, he was still involved the whole time. Yeah, yeah because Parchman yeah, is in there. Jeffrey Lever is definitely coined <laughs> for the pilot, but then J.J. Abrams took over. Mm-hmm. And Damian Lindelof. It's kind of like how on uh, Walking Dead you had the uh, different showrunner in the first couple episodes and then they left. You had the guy that yeah. did Shawshank Redemption and then they switched over producers. Huh, that's interesting. Yeah, because there's always the three names in the beginning um, of the Cotton, episode. Yeah. Cotton Cruise. Cotton Cruise. They gotta get it. Yeah, they got to get it to Lieber and then Abrams and Lindelof just uh, you know, went on to do everything else. They're pretty mm-hmm. much, they've done a ton of stuff since then, except for Lieber. He really didn't do much after that. But this thing was, at the time, this thing was a powerhouse for awards, too. So it was nominated for, like, 54 primetime awards uh, with 11 wins, like 54 Saturn awards, uh, 33 Teen Choice awards, 17 TCA awards, Hmm. 13 Golden Reels. Like, this thing was nothing but a powerhouse at the beginning. Uh, The most nominated episode was The Pilot, which was nominated for 15 and won eight. Uh, through the Looking Glass, the season three finale had nine nominations, and the final episode, the end, has uh, eight primetime Emmy, Emmys and nominated nominated for eight and won one. So uh, there's no doubt, and even to me after rewatching it, this is this has to be one of the biggest, regardless of what people think of the ending. This show has got to be one of the biggest shows of all time, just for viewership, awards, uh, ranking. I think there was a top 100 list. Mm. Um, and this ranked number 71 TV guide ranked it, um, 36 for top TV shows of all times. So, and I think it's true. It really, really is. I still a, say this I, is like the best TV show I've ever watched. Yeah. Honest. I mean, we could talk more about it a little bit later, but yeah, it's after rewatching that the whole series back to back binging, it's, it I'm close to, yeah, it really, yeah, I'm close to agree. There might be something that I've binged recently that could be better, because this did have a slow season here and there. Don't be but, <laughs> but when you watch it, it seems confusing until you get to the end. Yeah. And then it all makes sense. And then it this is really a show where it's like you watch the end and you're like, I should go back and watch this whole season. And it really makes a lot more sense. Like the wife, because, you know, I watched this with the wife. She was not interested in watching this. But it's such a hook that she started to kind of watch it. Um, and it just connects you and pulls you in. So to see her kind of be like questioning all these theories. So oh, here's what's going to happen. Here's whose boat it is. Here's what's of this. And me where I knew all the big, I knew all the big moments already. It was really interesting to watch a first time viewer watch this, get totally sucked in by, you know, what is all the mystery threads. Mm. Oh, absolutely. I mean, um, for me, as I've said before quite a lot of things. A lot of people were disappointed when a lot of the things were revealed um, in that in that last season and stuff. Mm. But I, I, I've said before, I love mysteries. I love mysteries. I don't need answers to everything. So it's, for me, for me, it was the ultimate way of storytelling. I know J.J. Abrams has got a bit of reputation for setting things up and then never ending Mystery anything. box. 
But I love all that. I love all that. I love the the, the fan debate, um, yeah, and working things out, trying to figure out what it all means, what, where things are going, um, and yeah, and not having everything spelled out to you. I mean, some things yeah, you do need to have things spelled out. You need to make it things a bit clearer. You don't want everything completely open ended. But I loved. I just loved the so many mysteries, so many things to debate. Um, it's just amazing for me. And I don't think it's had any TV shows since then be so heavily invested, like with fan theories. You know, people talk about, you know, Marvel and Star Wars. There's always these fan theories. But I still feel like Lost, there was nothing like it where it just had a ton of mysteries and people were really forced to come out together and just even big shows like game of thrones. Yeah. There really wasn't a ton of mysteries to go out and discuss. You just discussed how good the episodes were, where lost brought a bunch of, you know, people who just generally watch basic TV. Yeah. And they're just like, what does this mean? Well, and that was the, yeah. <laughs> I think game of thrones yeah. is probably game of thrones for me. is probably the closest thing I can think of the top of my head in terms of how many series it lasts. That's kept me enthralled. Like, Lost mm. did, and the element of mystery, but not the mysteries weren't as great because there's the books, so you could always find an answer or find a, a bit of an, yeah. a, a, a passing. Lost didn't have any books, although so actually I think there were a couple of books. I haven't looked. I think there actually were a couple. No, of books. I looked. I looked. There's really not. They really don't explore anything mm. outside the TV show because I and really wanted something more. I feel there might be at least one or two. But all right, maybe I'm maybe I was wrong. But yeah, no. Um, it's yeah. not like Walking Dead, where you can go back and look at the comics. Go, oh, this version should have died, or this. The Walking Dead, yeah, the Walking Dead was at least started off a bit like that one, but it didn't really have any mystery, did it? There wasn't really any great yeah. mysteries. Nobody really cared how yeah. it all happened. But uh, Game of Thrones did have a lot of mysteries and wondering where it's all going to go and stuff, and not the same level was lost. I think I think it had more big events, you know, like the end of the seasons, the Red Wedding, the. You know, the death of all these characters, the death of, uh, you know, I don't want to spoil <laughs> again. Game spoiler of Thrones alert, spoiler alert. Like me, I didn't watch a single episode of Game of Thrones until the final season because uh, my I wife is a huge Game of Thrones. <laughs> she is a huge book reader. And then the show and she watched it for that and she absolutely loved it. And uh, she finally convinced me. I was like, OK, fine, I'll sit back and I'll watch everything. And it was probably the most confusing show I've ever watched in my life. <laughs> Because I just have a hard time connecting uh, people and names together. So it's like every time they talked about Stark and all this history and the family and all these family trees, I pa literally paused it and I turned to look at her and I was like, why is the music swelling around this character reveal? And she's like, that's so-and-so brothers. So I was like, oh, I just don't have the memory to connect it. So I literally had to carry, I screenshotted a family tree from Game of Thrones just to be like, okay, who is this again? I need images of their faces. And I'm like, okay. She's like, be careful with that because they're spoilers. I'm like, okay, I won't scroll down. Jeez. So, but yeah, <laughs> that was definitely a big show too. Again, with a controversial ending. But if it comes to like, some Stephen, like an idea for a future episode. Well, I don't know if I want to sit down. I'll bring my wife in for that one. We, you know, I don't Steven, know. Even me and Stephen were in like a Game of Thrones uh, Facebook group for like a long time. <laughs> we were in we were, you forgot. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Well, now with the new show, it's kind of getting, you know, it's hot again. So not as big as it yet. <laughs> it's not bad. You know, it's a good prequel. The graphics are better. So but Stephen brought it up like one of the biggest shows ever. And since I've been binging a lot of shows I haven't watched kind of lately, 
Uh, I might put Breaking Bad as like. Oh yeah, no, yeah, that is my favorite. Yeah. Oh, I never watched it, yeah. so I can't say. But no, not before. You, I gotta say, I have to say, if you watch it episodic when it was released, one week, one week, one week, I would probably hate the show because yes. it was just too <laughs> show, too slow. But when I sat down and I, I was like, you know what, let me watch this, and I watched the whole thing. It was stunning. I got the second to the last season. I felt like it was starting to jump the shark, but it has one of the best endings personally in all of TV because I like finalized like, oh, you know, it's not like and I've never watched Sopranos, but I know people hate the ending because it's open ended. There's no questions. There's no nothing. This has a finalized ending, which led to a spinoff with uh, Jesse. Yeah, the Jesse thing. It was, you know, I finished that final episode. And then I waited a couple of days and then I watched that special with Jesse and it was just so heartwarming. And that's the other good thing. You don't have to wait a year to cool down. You just go from it and then you continue the story and you just, it was so heartwarming to see Jesse kind of bounce back and be his own person. So I would definitely recommend watching that last episode and then watching uh, mm-hmm. El Camino uh, with him. I haven't watched Breaking uh, uh, Better Call Saul. I've been thinking about that. I've watched the first couple of episodes of the first <clears> season. So... I can't remember that one if I actually watched it or if I just binged it all. Huh. Yeah. Breaking Bad, what watching it all together and seeing it all build, that one might it's it's I think it's like a short four or five season. You know, it's nothing crazy. Uh so that that one may be my favorite, but watching Lost, Lost probably has my favorite season of any s- series of all times cuz uh as we'll hear discuss here soon once we get back on track, we're <laughs> we're off rail like the Ohio railways here. But <laughs> hopefully everyone's it's a little bit, a little bit off. It's just trying to compare, just trying to explain the enormously the gravity of Lost and how how big it was to well, yeah, storytelling too. I like I think those other shows that we mentioned like were pretty much affected by how Lost ran because Lost had like episodes where you focused on a character for like you know, yes. but kind of like you know the whole thing with uh people complain about Mandalorian and Boba Fett. Like you would have a whole episode dedicated to um, Jen or dedicated to, you know, Claire or something. And you mm. wouldn't see the other, you know, characters at all. And you're like, well, yeah, you there's should... a lot yeah. of time yeah. where my wife is like, where is Saeed? I'm like, he's just yeah. off. I'm like, all right, like we'll get back. And then literally he'd walk on screen in like two minutes. And it's like, Oh, Saeed's back after like two episodes. So, but or you'd have like a whole episode following Penny or something, you know, like people that weren't yeah, even really that central. Like it's, <laughs> It gives so much focus to each character. It's amazing. And it's the way they connect. And there's a backstory. I, I, I really didn't just gushing out because I don't feel like there's anything since before or after ever written that's so character focused, has so much mysteries. Uh, it really gives the time to explore every character. Like the story barely moves, but the characters grow exponentially every single episode. You had a whole episode of like just the others before you even introduced the others. And like, what, like, what is this that we're watching? <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's like, that was the start of a season. You have this huge mystery and then you just jump to the others for like three or four episodes. And you're like, what about the season finale? So just, yeah, that's good. So you want to, I guess, do quick kind of recaps of each season. This won't be as long as our usual ones, I assume, but I got some reminders here for each season. Cause I definitely want to break down some of the bigger points yeah. and see how they connect. Go so, Oh, I guess we'll, okay, so season one obviously starts with a plane crash. So the big the big story points are the plane crash. Uh, this is where they tried to blow up the hatch with dynamite from the Black Rock. I believe they did this yeah right away, and then it ends with the hatch light uh, with Joyerson, Walt, 
and Michael all taking a raft. So again, that's just like my quick notes, like to kind of like a reminder. Um, the hatch blow, you know, kind of lights up in front of uh, who was his name? John's face. And then Sawyer, Jin, and Walt, Michael all take a raft and leave the island. So for the first season, a lot happens. And that's where say, it's, Yeah, I don't even remember the hatch being in the first, huh? <laughs> wow. I kind of forgotten where it ended now myself, but yes, they they, they must have found the hatch. Pretty, I can't remember now, but they found the hatch pretty quickly, reasonably quickly in the, in the first season. Yeah, but yeah they're, I, they're trying like to get down 20, there. But what about that? I mean, what about the pioneer? I mean, I, we watched it recently, and it still holds up. Um, oh yeah, to it this looks day, great. very very well. Um, I mean, I saw some. I did some of the quick recaps on on YouTube, and I was watching some things. Some things didn't look quite brilliant. Most of the stuff involving the smoke monster I found looked a bit. Yeah. Didn't look as good as I remembered it back then. <laughs> I guess it wasn't there for that. It was an HD yeah, and 4K back but, but the pointer itself, certainly everything looks just as good. And and I'm not, I mean, they spent about, I was looking up some of the fact stuff. Is it 13 million? That was uh, the highest. Yeah, 14 uh, million. 14 million dollars just on that first, first yeah. pointer episode. And they must have done them. I don't know how they did it. They must have got massive bits of plain. Um, because all all CGI, there was literally, I think there was literally parts of airplane just broken up and f- dumped on this beach in Hawaii. Yeah, this is so many special. I mean, the dude gets sucked into the engine and yes. then blows up, <laughs> and then like still waiting for that one. Stay away from there. Stay away from there. Boom. How is Nobody that? How is that, how is that engine still running? Yeah, I was I was laughing because I was watching then uh, when uh, I forgot her name, the woman that she ends up on the other seasons, but. She was like bleeding out. She couldn't. She got air in her lungs, and then Jack's like, "Oh, we need it." He's like, "Why don't you oh, do that thing okay. where you poke a hole?" He's like, "Okay, well, if you give me a yeah, pen, I can do it." Yeah, And then he's food. gone the rest of the episode, Dumb and then he goes back later. Here, I couldn't, didn't know which one to pick. Handful of pens. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, if you're gonna get stranded um, on on an island somewhere, Boone and um, forgotten her name, his his sister is probably the last two you want to be. Shannon. 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 Last two you probably want to be stuck with. It's like Dumb and Dumber, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, how lucky are they? They had a doctor on the. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, there were there were also no luck involved, as we know. As you go on through time, there's no really any luck involved in anything here. Um, yes, but that was the whole. That was the whole synopsis. Is that how much of this is? It comes down as the seasons go on. How much it is fate, and how much it is luck, and how much is the fact you realize that the there's what is fate, and it was all pretty much designed by one person um how things all came together and happened up and how i mean talk you talk about fraud in star wars do not go off on the task here but we talk about playing the long game here this is uh this is jacob and uh the man in black playing a two thousand year old game um of chess pretty much did you know uh, did you know he originally had a name um do you know what, what his name that's what christian's gonna ask you he never ended up with a name it was so <laughs> obvious when they did that flashback in the last season was it john oh Jing- uh, no jingleheimer because you have John Jacob. <laughs> no, <Jingleheimer. laughs> his name was originally. Bosch, and I think it fits Bosch. really well. No, it's Samuel. <laughs> they don't yeah. call him Samuel yeah. in the show. No, they. It was originally written that his character, which I think is a great name. I was well, yeah. Samuel fits really well. Hmm. So, and uh, uh, what was the man in white? You just said it. I forgot already, though. Jacob. Yeah, Jacob and Samuel. I think those are great names for those two. Yeah, but would, you know, nice being more nice. like JJ. It's just a bigger mystery, and it creates more talk to just not give the guy a name. So it's like, okay, mm-hmm. you're just making mysteries for mystery's sake. So and they carefully worded it, didn't they? They carefully worded it in that flashback episode, which is many seasons ahead of where we are now, where they made it so he never actually had to say his name yeah. in any of that. Listen, stuff. boy, 
or son or brother. Yeah, they didn't call him nothing. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, and on season one, this was, the cliffhangers were amazing. So, you know, you have this weird island. They have polar bears. They, that's a crazy mystery. You find mm-hmm. a hatch, you know, in the middle of an island. You find a, a wire on the beach, um, black rock. What a, I mean, even that was a great twist because mm. you think it's just a big mountain and it ends up being a pirate ship. And you're like, well, what the heck does that mean now? So it's, I think season one and season two is probably the best TV I've ever seen in my life because the characters it covers, what it builds on everybody Everyone's and all these confused. crazy mysteries. You know, yeah, including you watching it. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. You're and really we don't get answers for no. two or three more seasons, but you get a little stuff, but the mystery's there. And it's really fan interaction. You get to discuss this stuff, and it really does bring people together. It's really funny. The Black Rock thing's quite funny. It's only literally just a couple of months ago, I was talking to somebody randomly. We were talking about, um, we were talking about old ships um, and the old armadas and navies and stuff. We, I don't know, Black Rock came up. And I go, Black Rock, I'm pretty sure the name of this famous this, this famous ship called the Black Rock. I'm sure of it. I'm sure of it. I know this name from somewhere. I'm sure it's a, a famous <laughs> ship. And I got home and I Googled it. It's from Flippin' Lost, wasn't it? Uh, I'd almost convinced myself, such as enormously on TV show, that this was a real-life famous ship called the Black Rock. That's so, um, the power of Lost. As, yeah. see, uh, Ryan, and, you just watched it. Season one, um, does Locke immediately walk, right? When they show yeah, him? Yeah, he... Okay. Because remember, they show him wiggle his toes is the first yes. time they show him, mm. and then kind of stand up. Which, when you watch it the first time, you're like, oh, maybe he hurt his legs or something in the crash. But Yeah, he, you yeah. don't even think... He's just, oh, I just want to yeah. make sure I'm not paralyzed type of thing. No, that was a good. There was some great, well, not the flashbacks. Yeah, they did really reveal a lot of stuff about the people, and that obviously the the um the lock thing was obviously a big thing at the time. Because mm-hmm. it never it never occurred yeah. to you at all until that yeah. flashback. Yeah, that was that was brilliant when he like pushes away from the table, and he's like, "Don't tell me what to do." And he wheels away, and he's in a wheelchair, mm-hmm. and you're just like, "What?" And that blows the mystery <laughs> of the island open too. You know what is going yeah. on, and that's another perfect example of just roping people in to just what is happening like now, i said this blow. before in other chats but i i absolutely detested sawyer um in the first couple <laughs> of seasons absolutely detested him and then as time goes on got to find him as be a, a sort of a lovable rogue although i was totally in team jack throughout the whole show but now just re-watching that pilot and i realized that actually he wasn't any more meaner than he ever is in anywhere else in the tire show no it's just that yeah it just i just i just took a dislike to him and i just assumed that he was a, a bad person who was just going to be trouble all the time and all that kind of stuff but actually he's no different in that first episode than he is anywhere else in it and it's little quirks and stuff and he calls um hurdy lardo um, yeah he's, he's the bad <laughs> he's, got, he's the bad guy that you want to love to, with like the heart of gold that he tries to cover he's up he's the han solo he, of the show yes yeah, yeah, very much so. I would say you could say Jack's a bit of a harm, and uh, Sawyer's a bit of a harm. But probably is Jack probably Lando? <laughs> Jack's Luke's. <laughs> I don't know. He's mopey. <laughs> but what you talk about somebody who's who's mopes or not? I mean, what, um, not Walt, Michael. Mike. Mike. Um, he, spent, oh, yeah. he spends the whole show going Walt, Walt, Walt. <laughs> yeah. Oh, was he in Matrix before this? I think that's why I knew him from there too. Yeah, yeah, he was he was in the second and uh, third Matrix movie. Yeah. He was the pilot. He was yeah. the new pilot, and that was, was before. So. Yeah, because I think but Dozer, Tech and, Tech and Dozer his... were gone. Yeah, yeah, he's Link. He was Link, I believe. Yeah, he's Link. Yeah, because uh, either Tank or Dozer was his brother. 
And so he felt like he had to take over in Neo. But yeah, he was he definitely went on to do uh, Matrix, another great set of movies. Mm, <laughs> but he yes. went on to do Matrix. I could do a rewatch on that sometime as well. I haven't yeah. seen the latest one though. Um, we won't go into that now, but just a quick one. Is it worth watching? Yeah, if if you're gonna like to get the whole story, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I gotta rewatch yeah. it again. I was pretty hard the, on the it, but like three. Was... I think the first three are perfect. Uh, the fourth one, I personally enjoyed. It got a lot of kickback for the usual internet hate reasons. Um, but it's like my only wish is they make this movie. I wish they would just make another one because they have these open threads and ideas again it's like listen you you brought this back after whatever 20 years and then you just gave us more mysteries just finish this second story and then i don't have to defend this movie so much <laughs> that it's like they didn't explain this and they didn't explain this and i'm like well yeah they didn't but let's just hope we get another movie well like hopefully usual it should be it should, hopefully it's probably on some of the streaming stuff for free by now um because i wasn't willing to pay Get, um, so the cable on the beach so that i've forgotten this but the cable must that, be, that must be to the swan then is it was that the power for the the swan station under the water i can't remember what the cable was 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 there for yeah that's the one that they followed out and then it went down to uh it wasn't the swan was it there was okay so let me i have a list of all the hatches so i guess we might oh, as well right. discuss Matches, so we know what we're talking about. So, um, and we'll discuss again with later seasons. So we have the Hydra Station, which is Station One, which is a zoo, a zoological research station, uh, which is the big one they keep kind of revisiting. Uh, there's the Arrow Station, which is a research station for developing defensive strategies against the hostiles. Uh, that's the one that the Tailies, which we'll discuss in season two, that the Tailies were in. That the thing was pretty much shut down for most of it. Uh, it was just an empty hash now. The Swan Station was an electromagnetic research containment station. Um, and that is, yeah, you're right. That is the one that was, uh, was that the one that was underwater? I think so. It was destroyed by Desmond. Um, it's strange for it to be called Swan because swans obviously yeah, don't, don't go underwater. Wait, was the Swan the one where they had to keep no. pushing the number in? No. That's, yeah. Right? That's, yeah. That's the one Desmond destroyed because he um, didn't push the buttons that anymore. Yeah. No, well, that's the weird thing. What the rest of John, them John's the one that destroys it. This oh, is... the looking glass. The looking glass mm. is the underwater beacon station oh, right, and submarine. Right, okay, so Swan is the one with the, the numbers in. Well, we haven't got to that bit yet. That's next season. No. Discuss the numbers. <laughs> yep. Yeah, so then we have the flame, which is station four, which is a communication station. That's the one destroyed by Locke and has the Russian guy. That's the flame. Remember, yep. uh, the eye patch guy. Uh, the pearl What's the... is the. The remote station five with the surveillance station. That's the Pearl with all the TVs. That's the one under the ground and by that plane. The plane yes. falls on the floor and then they found the hatch. Yeah. The There's yeah. the Orchid, which is, again, a lot of these are going to come up later, but just so we know what to call them. The Orchid is station six, which is the bot- botanical time traveling research station. That's the, the Orchid. Yeah. The big greenhouse. Yeah. Uh, the staff was the medical station where they went to took care of. Claire, oh, yeah. the door, the door was a dummy hatch, which was really funny. I didn't write that down for notes, but there's like, and that's the other thing. They put all these hatches in here for mysteries, and it's like the door. What's the door? And it's literally just a, a just a okay. cargo container to fool people. Then <laughs> uh, I mentioned the looking glass. Then there's the tempest, which is only mentioned by name for the toxic gas station. Um, and then the lamp is the off island station. Uh, used for locating the island. Oh, yes. 
is the one uh, where Desmond's mom is at with the it's the one with the yeah. phone occult pendulum in it, which is a pendulum yeah. that that maps the rotation of the earth. So and I knew no, that because I went to white. It's levitating in the air, wasn't it? It's swinging back and forth. Yeah. But that's a real life thing. It's called, like I said, the phone occult pendulum. There's only a couple of them in the world. And there's one in Wyoming when I used to live in Wyoming. And the thing, the way it swings, it never ends, swings back and forth. But they they think use it to measure the rotation of the Earth and the way that it spins. You tell me that pendulum is real. It's a real scientific project. Like I said, this the word it just brought off, but it's something like the Fonsalot pendulum. It's a real scientific experiment used to measure rotation. So yeah, definitely look it up. It's very interesting. I I found there's only a hand. They can reproduce them anywhere, but there's only a handful of ever running call pendulums in the world and it just so happens to be there's one in the least populated state in the united states in wyoming and i happen to be there so uh very interesting thing to look it up the spelling's terrible but if you look mm. up phonocall pendulum you can learn a little something that's a real pendulum um they just made it all science mystery and you know mm. <laughs> crazy theories again so mm. but yeah that, that was season one uh again great season you did this new thing where you established a ton of characters, explored backstories like never before, and then gave mysteries, you know, interconnecting and weaving all these characters. Did did, uh, uh, did, did Boone die in this season, or is that next season? That should be next season, because they haven't discovered... Uh, oh, yes, they're the, still helping Locke find the hatch and dig the hatch out and stuff. Yeah, they just... Remember, because Boone's working with John now, so yeah. to, and they find this one, or they go to... They finally blow it they try to blow it up mm. yeah they try to blow up the hatch so i mean that's when he sees like the light and, and he's like it's really, it's, i mean it's really solid to get in there there's no doorbell it, or anything like that or... so season one and season two are the highest ranked episodes i think season mm. one had a 94 percent fan ranking but season two when i looked up fan rankings it's a hundred percent like season two carried that mystery over perfectly um, and then season three is where it kind of kind of got off the rails, according to fandom. But we'll touch base into that. So season when's two. The time, the time, when's the time traveling start? Is that season three or four? Um, we'll, get, we'll get around to it. So season yep. two, uh, the raft is blown up uh, nice. and survivors meet. Shockingly, here's some new people, the tailies. So, again, another big another big thing where it's like everyone on the tail survived. Well, they didn't really survive, but. They survived initially. That's a great episode. We were introduced to them as, as well. It just goes through those all those 48 days or whatever it is in like a whole episode. Yeah, which is great because you're wondering what's happening with the hatch. And they're like, oh, you know what? Here's the tailies instead. Mm. And here and it really does go, you know, day 14, day 20, day 48 and all this stuff. And all the stuff like there's explosions, there's signals, there's lights. And they're just suffering out there uh, at the arrow station. So that, I just uh, again. I just, Crazy. One thing about it is this: the does season two opens. Is that the one that opens with "We make our own kind of music. We make our own special way." That, that with Desmond so, playing that record. I the the we are everybody. No, no that's, that's in the first episode. So. They're playing that, they're playing that record, and then we, we, yeah. and then and then we find at the end that he just hears this noise, and then we realise that it's him down the hatch. And there's quite a few episodes, I can't remember, remember where they start this season. We're completely thrown off course. Hmm. Yeah, because that's where we meet Desmond. And 
it, you know, like you said, that's another fantastic writing idea where you think mm-hmm. you're having because we do all these flashbacks and you do these flashbacks. And then it's like, no, this isn't a flashback. This is what happened on the island during all this time. Yeah. So, um, but then one of my favorite episodes, the long con, uh, where everyone's hiding the guns and then Sawyer gets the guns back. Like what an amazing character turn for Sawyer where he started to be the good guy. Everyone started to love him and he started to get like all this recognition from the survivors. And he's just like, no, I'm going to be bad because I want to be bad because he doesn't want good things for himself. And then comes the long con where he screws everybody over. He gets Charlie to uh, beat up son, you know, like, dang, man, get Charlie to beat up son. And then he gets all the guns back just so people hate him again because he thinks he doesn't deserve happiness. And it was just really is really good episode. Um, it moves on to Desmond where Desmond's introduced and he's been there for three years. Uh, pressing the button, as we mentioned, 4, 8, 15, 16, 23, 42. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think towards the end, Michael betrays the island, kills Anna Lucia and Libby from the tail. Uh, That's a shock yeah. episode. Shock, yeah. And then leaves with Walt. And then also, John refuses to press the button because uh, he's having a crisis, uh, which causes the hatch to explode. So, again, well, another... It sort of implodes, doesn't it? It flashes well, light in the sky, isn't it, right? Does it sort of it, crash on each other? I can't remember now. It throws the door over to the island. That's so it, yeah. yeah. It sucked in and blew out, you know, kind of like, whoosh, pow. Dude, I saw a fact about that. Do you know that, um, oh, where is it to here? Just trying to find it a second. I had it in front of me. Because everybody, well, not everybody, but a lot of the um, actors and, and character stuff got to take stuff from the set. And I think it's Ninderoff who he took the hatch lid. Oh, really? Okay. And he's got it as a coffee table in, in his house or something. That's great. Fantastic. As you do. Because we also got here, we've got Henry Gale, which was, um, mind, which of course is, help me out, ben. turns out to be Ben, ben of course, yeah. That his introduction doing this whole thing, is he Henry Gale? Is he not Henry Gale? All that. And he's been tortured by Saeed. Oh, yeah. The parachute, right? Yeah. Um, after, so we, after what uh, Saeed tortured Sawyer, he tortured Sawyer last season, you know, and that's the thing. I love Saeed, you know, type of thing. Yes. And he has great character. Same with Sawyer. I ended up loving Sawyer and he tortured mm-hmm. Sawyer. So one thing I will never do again, because his backstory was he was a torturer and he got out of there because oh, yeah. he didn't want to do it. So he's like, I'll never torture again. And then that's Sawyer's just being an animal like, and tortures him. Now we come back and he's like, he snaps. And Ben is just such a good character. He's so mysterious. He had all this mystery, super believable. That's saying, like, well, he seems right. And then he's like, oh my God, he was lying. Yeah, I know. I felt totally fell for it as well. It was very, very well done. And he wasn't actually supposed to last that season. And they changed their mind, didn't they? And made him um, the leader of the others because he wasn't intended to, his character wasn't intended to last into the next season. But there was, you know, it went so well, and they're so impressed with it. They changed the story to um to fit him in. Yeah, and it was awesome, absolutely awesome. And of course, so what was the? Can I remember what was the? What was the time between pressing the button? How often did you have to press it? One hundred and eight minutes. One hundred eight minutes. Right. So I don't know how he got any sleep. You know, that's well, not even too often. Turns didn't they and stuff? How did they keep getting well, food they... down there? Because they must have still got. Because there was those food drops, wasn't there? There was every so often. Yeah. And he put and the suit on. They got their food from that. 
Yeah, because the other guy would go out, uh, Biff Tanner. I can't remember who it was, but yeah, the other guy would go out and get the food and the suits. And that's when Desmond noticed, like, oh, there's a rip in his suit, you know, I'm being lied yeah, to. Well, actually, yeah, like, he, yeah, he was telling him that there's still radiation and stuff out there, which hadn't been for donkey's ages. Yeah. Yeah. But then another huge, like we mentioned, uh, Michael betraying the island. Like, man, I, <laughs> Michael was a real villain, man. I was just like, man, this freaking jerk. Like, you get so invested in these characters. And, oh, that was the other thing where it's Lib. You finally see happiness with Libby. Yeah, early and in this. Hugh. Yeah. Oh, Which wow. I think Hugo is probably overall my favorite character. Yeah. But you finally see happiness with him. And then she freaking gets shot. And Hurley blames himself. And it's Michael. So you're like, oh, I hate Michael. <laughs> yeah. I think, yeah, it, when we're talking about characters, Michael's an interesting one. At times, I mean, there's quite a few characters that times you're like, oh, I hate them. I can't stand them. What they're doing this for stuff. But I mean, overall, um, there's always also times you're thinking, actually, yeah, go, go, Michael, go, you know, go, you know, Sawyer, that kind of stuff. But I say Hurley's, Hurley's backstory, when you get that flashback, that's a hilarious flashback, I have to say, when win the lottery and all that kind of stuff. Very funny. Yeah. Again, a big mystery with just random numbers. So, mm. oh, and uh, Mr. Echo ended up really being a really good character. Yeah, I, loved, I loved Echo. I was disappointed that he got killed off. And that was a bit of a, it was a sort of a difference of opinions, wasn't there? I think between the the actor and the, because uh, they didn't actually intend to kill him off, but then he said he wouldn't want to come back. I think so. They ended up. Yeah, he just had other stuff to do and didn't want to do it. So like, okay, we'll just kill you off. And it's like, oh man. Because mm. it could have really been, if he stayed in there, I think he would have been a really significant character. So he seemed to really yeah. clock what was going on and what needed to be done and stuff a lot quicker than, than Locke, really. Yeah, and he has a really good backstory, too. Like, to yeah. see that unfold. Absolutely. Epic. One, yeah, epic. Where uh, he was supposed to join, I guess, uh, you don't want to call it a gang, whatever it is, supposed to join the bad guys in his country. And his brother was supposed to join Well, he goes and kills the guy instead. So to save his brother, his brother becomes a priest. He goes to like go smuggling things in and out of the country. And then he goes to leave. And then his brother saves his life. And then now everyone thinks he's a priest and he's mm -hmm. got to live this mistake. And it's like, what, what a bunch of back and forth for him where he had a great, nice deep story. And it ends up his brother is the one that crashed on the Island in the plane. Like yes. what chances, you know? Mm. And there was drugs in the uh, in the sort of Virgin Mary kind of statues and stuff, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, mm. oh, amazing. I mean, you think about it, just not just the characters in the show, but their backstories were so rich. Mm. And the way, and you, you know, once you look back and you go see those flashbacks again, you realise how things are being set in stone and and why Jacob was sort of uh, lured to you know after he'd, after he chosen them, which we see in later in the series and, and touched them basically. Yeah, well, the, the whole the, what happens to them after that is predestined. It's all leads to the island, to them eventually ending up in the island. So like, after that this, point, this they season, don't have much choice. This season felt to me like uh, I started realizing, like, oh, this is a comic book. Like we're watching a comic book unfold on screen because you got like these like one-off, you know, episodes that are like showing backstories, and it's like you're watching, you're reading like a one-shot comic of like, okay, this is Mr. Echoes back, you know. So like, and then everything just ends up tying together. But, like, Origin think, explored. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 just add, yeah. Everything. 
there probably was a divide of, of um, fans, which, which we probably haven't got to now. When I mean, it started off as as a drama mystery, didn't it? And then at some point, you might you might call it jump the shark or stuff. It, there was a completely different. Once people realised that it wasn't just a, it was a different mystery show. drama, there was some other sci-fi elements or supernatural elements to it. That divided the crowd a little bit. Um, so I don't want to be watching that kind of stuff. But people thought it was like a soap opera on an island, basically, and then it turned yeah. into this other scientific spiritual oh. thing, you know? It's like Star Wars, and then, soap opera. <laughs> and then, and then I think the ending where uh, you got to see a really great character change for John in season two, because he went from being the true believer of the button, where Jack was like, "I'm not going to push the button, John. You push the button." So to see this, um, I think the episode is called like "Man of Science, Man of Faith," yeah, uh, because. Jack is like, no, it doesn't make any sense whatsoever. It's not real. And John believes. Well, by the time we get to the end, when John starts to realize, like, things are kind of being manipulated, um, there's other corporations involved, he starts seeing, oh, because they, they, that's where they discover the uh, they discover the pearl, you know, the look where they start to see all the cameras. And, he re- and they're told, you're just an experiment to push this button. And then people question, well, maybe the experiment is to watch people do the experiment to see if you record the experiment. And, oh, that's the great thing where they send the books off through the air tube that gets sucked away. That alone was a mystery. Where are they going? Where are they going? And then they just end up in a pile out in a mountain. Like, how heartbreaking, you know? We're just twist and kick. But yeah, so now John has this change of character where it's like, he feels like he's been taking advantage because his big thing is don't tell me what to do. I'm a believer. I have a reason to be here because him and um, uh, the couple Bernard and yeah. she's uh, the one that needed the pen in the first episode. Rose. No, Rose. No, no, no. Rose. Yeah. Rose. It's Rose. Where yeah. She's revealed. She believes John because she's like, listen, I got cancer. So this Island is magical because nobody believes John that this island's special. Mm. But he starts to lose his faith and then he doesn't push the button. And guess what? John is wrong. Like his faith was right. The whole thing goes to hell. Um, mm. Oh, I think season two, this is this was a background on my PSP for a long time. I believe season two is the first time they kind of were late pushing the button uh, with our current characters. And you see the door drop and the oh. black light kicks on. Yeah. And like that mystery, like that was stunning to me to see all these other that teased more hatches and the map. You can't the, figure out what's going on. Just throw a hatchet. It shuts on his leg, doesn't it? On Locke's leg, doesn't it? Yeah, it's because they, they go into lockdown and then he can't press the button and then he sees the blacklight painting, which is just again another huge mystery. And John starts to doubt his existence, and it ends up that. The hatch was right. The hatch was real. It was doing something important, and it failed. Because yeah, Locke had another went, huge thing. Locke had went and looked for the cabin already, right? Did you? No, I think that's later. If you, oh, I mean, okay. I don't know. There's some big, there's some big episodes and a lot discussed. Because yeah, this was the others. Uh, it wasn't. The, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, this is more the introduction of the. You know, a lot of things kind of. Maybe we but can not touch ben, more though, right? stories. Did Ben didn't show up yet, did he? I think they start to discuss well because remember they're uh the raft blows up at the beginning mm. so they start to look into the others a little bit more um so but yeah question? so again season two was I think the highest rated season yeah uh, and then we move into season three which is the lowest rated season because uh people don't like answers so 
<laughs> um, so, so season and the, it does it does get confusing. So season three, this is the one where uh, after the hatch blows up, Desmond travels to the past and is now living two lives. So he's living his life in the past and living on the island at the same time. So this where it really starts to get instead of weird quirky mysteries, it starts to get super science fiction. So he's living two lives. Gets all timey wimey. Uh, yeah, Kate and Sawyer are with the others. Uh, with the polar bear cages, this is where the others really start to get explored. So this is the polar bear episode. And then it's explained, oh, we just have polar bears here because we brought them here. There's no big weird mystery. The polar bears didn't appear from the comic books. You know, that was the big thing because remember yeah. uh, Walt? Walt, Walt the com- yeah. It's like, there's a there's a polar bear in that comic book. Maybe they came alive from the, from the comic book. No, they were just brought there for science reasons. That's it. Simple explanation. You just blew it up too much. So, um, but that's the great thing about it, though. Just the, just those things like the polar bears and stuff, and the boars. There's wild boars, wasn't there as well? Um, yeah, just created so much debate and just added to the mystery, really. And there wasn't a lot to it in the end, but it's was, it was still a great ride. Working, I mean, well, if, if you go, if you can get the answer right, you can get the answer too quickly when the mystery doesn't yeah. mean anything. Whereas you can let that mystery creep on with you know, little tantalizing clues along the way. It makes it a whole lot more richer. And, uh, well, like, sometimes the biggest mysteries and scare stuff is like nothing. It's like, you know, oh, yes. there's, a, there's noises outside. Like, what's that banging? Well, it's like it was, were you in the there's dark? There's a tree branch in the, the window, you know? <laughs> you, you, put, you get any scene, you you know, you watched, I don't know, a comedy show where the, where the, laugh, the canned laughter in the background and then set it in the dark. Well, it could be completely different, yeah. you know, completely different thing. And you will hear and see and, and well, sense yeah. all different things. But there's nothing else, nothing going on. But the absence of information and that that mystery just really makes things makes it's every like scene a, a lot more. It's like a kid, like you know, nice. they're in their bedroom in the dark, and like they hear noises. They think there's a monster in the closet or under their bed. And like, no, no, something just fell. <laughs> you know, so it's uh, hmm. mysteries that are common. But I mean, yeah, I can imagine being on an island. You're going to come up with so many crazy theories of things you know yeah especially the smoke monster as we'll explore more of that i guess we didn't touch on that with season one everyone's like is it dinosaurs is it and they really did kind of make it look to be like a real big monster especially at that point it was literally going around and great big trees are moving on swaying yeah. all over the place and they had a lot more noise to it then i think they spoke about that um you could hear footsteps uh, and, and stuff and things that the, the, the because they had that noise like Sort of, sort of, sort of stuff. And, yeah, the ticking um, and the noises. Is like, more like a mechanical thing. Yeah. yeah, I'm really still not to this day. Not, I've read this things, but still not quite sure what that mechanical sound. I think maybe the smoke monster created it as a sort of a mystery to to disguise what it was, because there was never mechanical no, about it at all. Yeah, no, it was revealed in the last season what it was. So it was it was 100. The it was the man in black. Yes. Yes. Remember, he got thrown into the source yes. and turned into pure evil. Oh, yeah, I meant, and... I meant the sounds, the sounds that were actually made oh. um, by by the smoke monster, the sort of mechanical sounds. Um, but the things were it, things were things were blowing up and stuff. But I was reading about this stuff was when it was going through all the underground tunnels and stuff that um, that was back from the Egyptian um, era and that kind of stuff. So that's why we got not things were blowing up when it was chasing things because it's going up and down. The tunnels, which it quite often used to get around the island without being so visible, apparently. Yeah, and you know, but yeah, he definitely had 
and they really weren't sure what they were going to be because he had a mechanical noise. He was like sparkling with lightning. Yeah. Oh, and I, yeah. the other thing we've got to cover at the end of season one, the other big giant mystery when they're sailing around the island or either the beginning of season two, they see the foot of the statue. And oh, Saeed yes. says, I don't know what's concerning the fact that the statue's not there or the fact that the statue has three or four toes. And you're just like, oh, what does it mean? It's another <laughs> mystery. Mm, so it's an ancient civilization of aliens. Yeah. <laughs> and that never, to be fair, for the whole, we only got hints about all that. We never actually, because even in the time travel stuff, they never went back to the Egyptian period. Um, so uh, They kind of did whenever they explored uh, the man in black and Jacob's story. Oh, yes, they did a little bit in that one, yeah. But that statue was um, fraternity. Um, wasn't it fraternity god or seven? It was, and I only kind of remember this because I watched Moon Knight from Marvel, but it's like that alligator god. So it was a yes. big alligator. So whatever that represents, it might be death. I don't know, death is Anubis. But yeah, it's the alligator god. So, and it just didn't have a, the simple question was, it wasn't a human, it was a god they worship that just didn't have the same amount of toes as us. So mm. that was the ultimate reason. Mm. Do you remember how the statue got knocked down? Oh, was it Black Rock? Yep, yep, you're right. Yeah, it was Black mm. Rock and the uh, arrival of who? Who arrived in Black Rock? Richard. Richard, yep. Mr. Guyliner. Yep. So it's, he's an amazing, mysterious character, too. And he grows yeah. a ton in those last few seasons. But yeah, you're absolutely yeah, another great, great story. That's like we everything got story. Yeah, I still can't work out. We haven't got to that bit yet. Even to this day, I still can't work out in the episode where um, Jacob and Richard sat down the beach and Jacob goes, Do you want a job? Yeah. What would you most want in the whole wide world? Uh, no, I can't do that. I can't bring your, your wife back. Okay. Um, let me, let, give me the, what's the next best thing that you really want in the whole wide world? I mean, I'll be thinking lifetime supply of chocolate or something like that. He goes, uh, I don't ever want to die. Oh, okay, there we go. You know that. Now you, now you can do my stuff. Well, I can't work out what the hook was for Richard on that one. Some, I think it was something. Because remember, he, uh, he did something like, did something against his wife and he was shamed for it. And he's like, I just, and he wasn't forgiven. Cause remember they're like, you'll never be forgiven. You're going to hell. And he's like, uh, I want the time. I want to live long enough to be forgiven. And Jacob just uh, apparently right. took that as yeah, that immortal now. Yeah. Well, he never and why don't, you know, and why don't you explain, yeah, why don't you explain the world to me? And he was his, you know, connection to everybody. Okay. Another so, just, Great character. Going back to the crocodile god, it's called Sobek, and it was a god of fertility. So Yay! Crocodile job. head and a human body. So. Because they all had problems with giving birth, didn't they? Obviously, going back thousands of years. That's that's yeah, that's, that's true. Still, that's that's all to do with the electromagnetic thing. I don't think the island was stopping people giving birth, but there was a lot of there was a very low, extremely low birth rate, wasn't there, because of the uh, the, the light yeah. and the electromagnetic stuff. Yeah, so at the time, they're like, let's pray to the god of fertility, which is an alligator. Because, mm-hmm. you know, alligators are so fertile, I guess. I suppose so. Yeah. So, and then continue, continuing on with more in season three, we have uh, Locke destroys the submarine. Because remember, he's now, I think this is where he starts working with Ben or Jacob, one of the two. Because he feels like nobody should leave the island. So he blows up the submarine. Uh, and this is where we start to get, there is a boat that they find. And we get the legendary scene of uh, it's Penelope's boat, and it's not yes. Penelope's boat. Because this is where they go down um, to uh, what the orchid? No, not the orchid. 
the whatever the underwater station is, what I call yeah. it, the looking glass. They go down to the looking glass, and you have the a fantastic character sacrifice, you know, to kill him off. And it's great to actually, I love character sacrifices. I really do, especially when you have such a big cast and to introduce characters all the time. To have big, meaningful sacrifices makes you connect so much. Mm. And it's just a legendary scene where you see this. Penny trying yeah. to reach out to Desmond, yeah, and then the Russian guy I mean, like, yeah. I still keep using that meme now. <laughs> yeah, he always uses that meme. Not Penny's <laughs> boat meme, yeah, mime. Should I say I keep calling them meme, but mime, yeah, I can't get enough. No, just, no, yeah. it's still meme. It's meme. Yeah. Meme. No. meme. Yeah. <laughs> I still yeah, say it's... mime. It's meme. Yeah. Gif, gif. No. Gif, gif. Yeah. Gif is mime. peanut butter. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So it goes from that shocking moment to kill a fan favorite character like Charlie, then mm. to an even bigger shocking moment, which might be, again, one of the most shocking moments in history, where we've been watching all these flashbacks the entire season. And you're like, man, these characters look weird. When did Jack have a beard? Why does everybody look like this? <laughs> and then it realizes, and this is the main season where you got to go back and you got to watch the whole thing again, because we end with Jack talking to to kate and you're just like when do these two ever meet and jack says we have to go back to the island because mm-hmm. it's revealed that it's been flash forwards the entire season mm-hmm. and what a mind job that was to just mm-hmm. be nobody expected it nothing like that has ever been seen on tv where you're just like flashback 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 flash forward and you're like oh my god so do you think a lot I'm, of tv shows copied these kind of flash back and flash forward. It didn't seem to be like oh, yeah. it was before Lost. Flash sideways. So, yeah, they didn't they didn't nobody did that before. You know. Lots of yeah, that's, that's what I can recall. So inventive where it was great like that. So wasn't that because just, the, the the flashes were because of the hatch, right? Because the hatch uh, No the that had to do with sending Desmond back through time. Oh okay. it really was just flash forwards that they were rescued mm-hmm. from Benny's boat. And that was the big mystery. It's they kind of felt like they told enough backstory. They're like, okay, let's tell what happens. Cause they knew that that was the whole thing. Let's get to the beacon to send out a signal to try to get the boat. The boats come in and the mystery is, are we going to get rescued? And it's like, yeah, some people do get rescued as we soon find out only six people got rescued, which is uh, the lead in oh, for the yes. next. Yeah. So season four, as again, mostly flash forwards, we come to learn that only six people survived, quotation marks, survived the crash, which is Jack, Saeed, Hurley, Kate, the baby Aaron, and son. Um, which, again, we don't know what happened to everybody. We just know that those are the only six. So that was season four's big mystery is what the heck happened to everybody? What happened to Jin? That's mm-hmm. <laughs> also wondering. Mm. So, and remember, it's a. Uh, Jin blew up on the boat trying to get her mm-hmm. off because they had to, again, I think it's, again, we're flashing back and forth in this one, mostly the old flash forwards, but again, a great story with Jin where he's kind of a real jerk, a real hard head at the beginning. He just really kind of grew into a loving character yeah. type of thing. And he stayed back on the boat so everyone can get off while he tries to defuse the body. And we meet uh, jerk, <laughs> jerk Michael again, where Michael's trying to get everyone back. Mm-hmm. Where he's back on the boat. And but yeah, he tries to save everybody because the bomb that's on there. And I don't remember who put the bomb there. 
Oh, that was already on there, I, wasn't it? Like the crew, when the crew put, the crew had the bomb on it. Was it that crazy military? Seven up, weren't they? I can't remember what it was. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so season four, um, they introduced the freighter team, which mm. was Frank the Miles, Frank. Uh, that talks the dead, talks the dead people, Daniel mm. Faraday, you know, who went crazy because he tested on himself. Uh, and I like the redhead girl who they just killed off. So, mm. um, John becomes the leaders of the the leader of the others. Ben goes to the orchid to turn the giant wheel. Uh, remember, he goes underground. He turns the wheel, and we come to learn Marcus. that the wheel, uh, the wheel is apparently the only way to get off the island, and it teleports you to the desert. Mm. So that was really weird. like connects you to there in the desert, which I find interesting as they do it more and more. Um, who does? I think John goes back. Ben Which goes. One of, goes. One of, the desert is one of the exit points. I think there are other exit points. I remember rightly, but we only see because uh, well, it, it, it was said there was more than one exit point. But this is the exit point that one of the ones that uh, Whitmore had. Yeah, he, had was, on. he had cameras on it. So, yeah. so, he, so if anybody ever appeared in that spot, he would send his people out. So we had yeah. Faraday, uh, Ben goes to the Orchid, and then the sh- this shows how uh, the Oceanic Sick escaped uh, with the ship blowing up and killing Jin. And then the flash forward reveals that Locke also snuck off the island. Because remember, there's a big mystery of who's in the coffin. Oh, yes. And it was yes. like, they we're not talking about They had a code word for him, didn't they? Another huge, shocking ending where. Calling him somebody you know, else. Yeah, we didn't know who they were talking about. So yeah, but like it's mostly flash forward where their lives are and stuff like that. Um, Saeed is working with Ben now to hunt down uh, Whitmore and his team uh, to protect the people on that. So ended up the big story was these six got off the island to protect the others on the island, and then the island disappeared because did they turn the wheel again or? Oh yeah, uh, if you turn the wheel, the island teleports, and then the user is kicked yes, off the island. Turned- Ben turned the wheel, didn't he? Yeah, he turned the wheel to save it so he can move the island. And it yeah. disappeared. So they were they were going back to save everybody, and that's when the island disappeared. So those six on the helicopter kind of crashed in the ocean and survived. And then they made up their story that only we survived because there's the big mystery that mm. everybody was counted for because they found the plane underwater, and it was yeah, Widmore High. Painful claim to be crushed and all his bodies. Because Whitmore didn't want to. Whitmore didn't want anyone to find the island. Yeah. So yeah, season four was uh, again. There's a lot of good shocks. Um, it kind of felt like a main. I think four and five were like floaters. It had some good mystery, but it got <laughs> crowded with like the introduction of the. Like Daniel Faraday and all his team, and Miles is now a mind reader, even though Miles ended up being really fun. And Daniel Faraday really helped explore the scientific y stuff with the show. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, then another character. Oh, what we thought, I should remind, what we thought was the death of Jin, which he actually didn't die. So great this time. Mm-hmm. So yeah, season four, uh, again, I don't think there was a bunch on it. So I don't know if you remember anything else other than that. Uh, but again, it was a shock to see flash forwards in this. Mm. And then the death of uh, John in the island. So 
or in it, which is explored in season five. So this is where season five, again, this is better as a binge because season five got too confusing because now season five split into two timelines. So we have Sawyer and survivors travel back and forth through time. And then they end up in 1974 with Dharma. So oh, season yeah. five, because it, it fills in a lot of blanks. Like, what is Dharma? What are they doing? Well, let's travel back in time and see all the all the buses and see all the stuff and polar bears and the building of all these hatches. So it's a good season. But again, it gets kind of confusing with the time travel. Works better as a binge. Um, and then John turns the giant wheel to return to the Oceanic Six because he goes back to convince them to return to the island. And then it's also revealed that Ben kills John and he actually kills John, which isn't revealed till season six, but you know, where he strangles John with a cord. Cause John's so like, shot him. Yeah. That is such a heartbreaking thing. Cause he's going to commit suicide. Then Ben comes in and talks him out of it. And then he happens to reveal a juicy bit of information that Ben didn't know. Um, so he kills him. <laughs> he kills him. I shouldn't laugh really. There's nothing funny about it at all. Because uh, you know, Lot was absolutely heartbroken at that point. They'd gone back to try to convince everybody to come back to the island. Completely failed miserably. Nobody cared. Nobody cared enough about him or anything like that. And he goes there, goes to the commit suicide. Oh, he is actually halfway, half dead, pretty much, hanging by the rope when Ben comes in. Um, ben cuts him down, says, "Oh, Ben, no, Ben's like, oh, you really shouldn't be like. It's nothing. It's not that bad. Everything's all fine. No, we can work together and and solve this thing." And then Locke drops a bit of information, which I can't remember what it is, um, that Ben didn't know. Tell me how to get back to the island. And then Ben kills him. It's terrible. It's yeah. shocking. Yeah, that one. That one was pretty crazy. And he, it, it's not revealed to I think season six that he actually did. You think it's like okay, he returned to the island and he came back to life because they bring his body back. And it's like, oh wait, no, uh, he really is dead. And he's hmm. now just uh, his body and his form is taken over by the man in black. And you're like, oh, wow, uh, John's actually dead. OK, that's weird. I do remember so, this yeah. time online. I didn't pay much attention to the online stuff. I don't know why, but I think they used to, people used to call this uh, flock, fake lock. So it's called flock. flock. Um, oh, did they? This time, yeah. Um, but it wasn't, wasn't obvious at the time that it was uh, to start off with that it wasn't really Locke. But there was definitely something off about him. Yeah, and then they and then they all the Oceanic Six get back on a plane to try to crash again. And this is where it's funny because uh, yeah. the pilot Frank the pilot, is yeah. the pilot of the plane, and he looks in the back and he's like, "Oh man, what's going to happen?" So yeah, we're not that going, was pretty funny. We're not going to, I can't remember where they were going to because we're not going to blah blah blah, are we? <laughs> Yeah, uh, so and uh, like Hurley, yeah, Hurley buys out almost all the seats because he's like, well, I'm not going to risk anybody else's life. So, mm. uh, so they fly back. So when they fly back, uh, Son and John. So again, the body crashes. Son and the body of John appear in 2007. So their actual time where they're at in the island. So they go to 2007. But then Jack, Kate, and Hurley, Saeed, they travel back to 1977, where. Uh, Miles and Sawyer are pretty much build a life for themselves. So where mm-hmm. they go to live. So they suddenly return. Um, and it's interesting to see Sawyer with uh, whatever girl that was. You know, he hooks with her and Sawyer's doing good for himself. He's forgiven himself. He's trusted amongst the others. He's trying to help people. He's like a security mm-hmm. guard type thing. So it's good yeah. to see Sawyer doing good for himself. And then Jack comes back and Jack screws it all up. 
again mm. ruins everybody's life because Jack wants to go back to the island and Jack wants to, and I'll touch more on it mm. later. But like Jack wants to make it all about himself and just ruins everybody's good life. Um, and then it moves on to Daniel Faraday says that they have to detonate the bomb to stop yeah, the plane that, from because they got that, that big leak fight, wasn't it? Do we detonate it? Do we not detonate it and all that kind of stuff? Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, Juliet, oh yeah, that's her name. Juliet activates the bomb because they yeah. drop the bomb. It doesn't blow up. Juliet has to sacrifice herself, which is heartbreaking for Sawyer because he finally has a life that he loves. So Juliet activates the bomb. It's revealed that John is dead and the smoke monster convinces Ben to kill Jacob. So, um, which we think that it's John convincing Ben He's like, you know, you got to do your own thing. You got to do your own thing. And it's like, nope, gotcha. I'm actually the man in black, and I wasn't allowed to kill Jacob. So I got Ben to do it. So poor Ben and manipulated again to go complete someone else's stuff. That was terrible. But I understand you can see exactly. I mean, I understand this. I understand the plot. The plot is perfect. There's nothing wrong with the plot. Um, the execution wasn't as quite as good. I mean, just the conversation that I mean, Jacob comes out comes across as a bit of a quite frankly, in that scene, doesn't he? Because he's just like, yeah, what about you, Ben? I mean, but he's manipulating, he's him yeah, manipulating him because he wants him to stab him, which seems like the, the, the bizarre thing that you could ever <laughs> wish for, really. Um, but you know, you get, but Jacob, Jacob just suddenly appears, the first time we've seen him, really, at that point, uh, or second or third time. I can't remember we've got the flash, we've had the flashback episode since then. Um, and then he's like, gets stabbed and he's gone. <laughs> in like space or an episode or something like that. Um, yeah, this big time we see Jacob is through flashbacks and his and his ghost remains. Yeah, but, uh, it's it, it just seemed like such a it, it just seemed like such a after all the setup and I can understand why Ben would want to to uh, kill Jacob, but Jacob just turned out to be a bit of a bit of an ass and uh, and goes out like a just like a poof in in that just like that for no for yeah. what he did like no good reason, but it is all part of the big the big fraud um, long game um, that's being played here. Yeah, because the two brothers, he was never allowed to kill his brother, so he finally was able to get someone to do it, to take over the island, because the man in black wanted to escape, and it's almost like Pandora's box. He wanted to escape and pretty much spread... He hated humans. Like He mm. wanted to spread evil throughout, because he's seen the evil in the past that they did with pillaging, so he's like, I'm going to spread, and I'm going to kill humanity. And it was the point of the island and Jacob to keep him trapped there type of thing. So he couldn't escape. Um, and he finally was able to get his brother Jacob killed. And mm. yeah, I don't feel, feel like that one had a big shocking thing other than like Jacob dying. Mm. I don't feel like that one had a big shocking ending. I never realized that that episode's like um, Mortis. <laughs> Clone Wars. They're trying to keep yes, the bad one there. Yes. <laughs> the, father, the, the father, the daughter and the son. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it's very, very much like that in many ways. Hmm. Yeah. So that's a star, see, that's a star five. for those wondering what the heck we're on about. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it was good because, again, it's like this is, again, one of those seasons where it's better as a binge. And I think that's why it was kind of confusing for people because there was we really did travel back and forth between time. And it's like, what is actually happening type of thing? I think this was like the one season where they didn't show any repeats. Like they, everything was like. Because they couldn't, because um, I, I remember reading something where they're like, it would have confused everybody too much if they would have re-shown episodes. Uh, you know, like oh, yeah. Had, yeah, so they just didn't air an episode that week if there was something going on. 
You know, they didn't show a rerun. Huh. Yeah, because that would be super confusing. All the timelines. Like, wait, why is this guy back? <laughs> you know? Yeah, so Juliet activates the bomb, I guess would be the big thing. Um, and then that takes us to season six, where it all comes together and where people, again, don't like the answers. So this, so not only did we have flash forwards, we now have sideways or alternate flashes, flash sideways flashes, where oh. the plane never crashed. Um, and the and then it actually ended up <clears throat> the bomb didn't work and they were still in 1977. And then Juliet dies in Sawyer's arms, uh, all because Jack is spoiled and greedy again. Like, oh, to see them two fall apart where it's like you see the fandom go from Sawyer is kind of a jerk, but a heart of gold to just Jack being a total jerk type of thing. And he's like, you know what? I, I think I'll be the king of the island now. I was the chosen one, right? And he had all this I'm the leader stuff. And when he was the leader, if people didn't listen to him, he would got, get mad and stuff like that. So um, he goes and they have to choose. And the point of the 48, 15, 16, 23, 42 numbers is that those are the seat numbers or whatever it was of the people on the plane. And it was who was going to be next to take over the island because pretty much Jacob expected to die. He needed someone to replace him. Well, it was even more random than that because Jacob had literally just taken the list of names and then just and then just signed numbers to the names and they just happened to be yeah, the number the, that they got. And there was nothing more the, to it than that. In the lighthouse, yeah. Yeah. It was actually, and he just went to this cave down the side of the cliff, which is got to on that wooden ladder, which has got to be, who would want to do that? I don't know. We're just, I'd just scribble it down on a piece of paper myself. But he went down the side of this, this side of this cliff down this little wooden thing into this little cave where he had all the numbers up and he was crossing them off as a candidate as a candidate died yeah or they weren't doing good enough so mm. um yeah so people kind of died there and it just ended up revealing that the alternate side well we'll touch on that in a second but yeah it was mm. uh so jack becomes the leader of the island but then jack sacrifices himself which you know as much of a jerk he is he had a good sacrifice he sacrifices himself and then he passes his leadership on to the best choice, Hurley. So there was always this fight. Who's going to be the leader? Is it going to be John? Is it going to be Saeed? Is it going to be, you know, Kate? Is it going to be Jack? No, I don't think anyone really kind of considered Hurley because he stayed in the background. But then when you look back, it was like he was always the best choice to be the leader of the island. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, the bit the shocker, well, a bit more of a shocker, was his deputy. Really. It's a bit like Darth Vader being chosen as the deputy, isn't it? Um, yeah, Ben. Ben, yeah. Much like Jacob chose Richard because Richard could tell Jacob about humanity, Hugo could let Ben tell him about the island because Ben knew so much. He was he wanted to be worthwhile. He's given his life away, and Hurley recognized that. And he's like, you know what? Uh, you can be my number two. Uh, you just don't have to wear eyeliner. <laughs> I think that's so, too much. So, but against the finale thing, the only thing, I, the, the only thing that's slightly disappointed me, I, I still think the final is the finale is perfect. I've no real big quibbles about it, like other people have online saying, oh, there's all right until that, that last that as, they, as you get these days, that last episode was rubbish. Um, no, it's fine. It's absolutely fine. Uh, I did do wish that the, the confrontation battle between Jack and Locke was a bit more epic than it was. We had really bad camera shaking for the, the supposed earthquake that was going on in the island, and it rained, yeah. and it's a bit dark, and they basically 
grapple with a couple of times, a few fisticuffs, and there wasn't really much else. I would have liked a bit, but not like Revenge of the Sith, Anakin versus uh, not <laughs> everyone, not quite all that, well, running, like running around the whole island <laughs> battling and stuff. No, but I would have liked a bit more. It just feel like it just feel like that that the build up to the good the good versus evil sort of thing never really quite wasn't quite as uh, epic as it could have been. Yeah, it was definitely like a big final fight type of thing. So yes, it was so just too regular We've guys. got that competition. I just wish it was a bit more epic. They need swords think... and uh, fight on top of the Black Rock. Would have been... Well, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. With dynamite. <laughs> uh, but there's some great scenes in that. Because that, actually, that's in the last season as well. With It's that one with um, Jack and Richard with the stick of dynamite in the Black Rock. And Jack, there's something Jack's faith has, has you know, turned now. And he's more believing. And he's like, there's nothing's going to happen with this, with this dynamite. Uh, you know, lit dynamite there. Nothing's going to happen. And Richard, even Richard at that point doesn't believe it because he sort of lost his his faith in it all. That was uh, an epic uh, moment as well. I think the sideways thing, everything in Lost. I'm all right. The time travel, my, the finale, and all that kind of stuff. I like the the epic battle wasn't between good and evil. Wasn't quite as epic as I wanted. That's all fine. The sideways stuff, when it's revealed what it is, I even now when I rewatch the stuff, I'm still a little bit bored the sideways stuff because i know that it really is not it's all about people meeting up and reconnecting and that because that doesn't yeah, really add to the real, story yeah. doesn't have it's not like the flashbacks and flash forwards when they told you a whole lot of other stuff about people and what happened the sideways are really basically nothing in particular doesn't none of it really matters it's just about people connecting up um and uh i didn't really connect with them the first time around and I connect with them even less now that I know that they really are nothing in particular. So that's about the only element of Lost for me, which just fell a little bit, just lost its little bit of a loss. It wasn't big it wasn't big enough, right? No, it wasn't big enough. I, I think they could have well, they've obviously decided that's what they were going to do. Um, but it didn't have the same gravitas as the, the flashbacks and the flash forwards. You think it would have worked better if they would have showed all that stuff like after at the end? No, I would have sooner if they just spent the time on the ironings. We had so much of that sideways stuff. We missed a lot of the uh, what could have been that, as I say, that more epic build up to good versus evil and that kind of stuff. But yet we got all this time wasted in some in in so many sense on sideways stuff that didn't really matter in the end. But well, just, if you go back. And rewatch the whole after you see the vinyl, you know, the very finale of it, it makes a lot of sense of the sideways flashes. Because I guess we could touch on the finale now. So I think the problem with the finale that people hate it is realistically, they just didn't understand it. I don't think they truly understood because they asked the question, was the island real? Like, did it happen? What did it all mean? What was the point of the sideways flashes? And it's explained by uh, Jack's father. It, I mean, it's a play when I rewatched it because I remember watching it and then I had to go online and really someone broke it down. And I was sitting there, I remember hiding in work, trying to figure out what the heck happened, <laughs> finding a discussion. And someone's like, listen, here's what it means. Like, and it means that um, the finale, when everybody meets at the end, people were still asking, well, yeah. Is so the island wasn't real then, and I'm like, no, it's plainly said by Jack's dad. <laughs> exactly. uh, yeah. I almost had it. I thought it was quite yeah, clear. Like, yeah, myself. I thought it was quite clear. Yeah, he said it happened. He's like, everything on the island happened. All this for season six, all these sideways flashes, which were confusing, and all this again. This is where five and six is great as a watch this season, realize the finale, and then watch it all again with open eyes and open mind, and you're like. 
oh, it all makes sense. They're doing all these flash sideways. And it's like the flash sideways is the plane didn't happen. But really, it's they all died at random points mm-hmm. throughout time. And all these flash sideways were them finding their finding their path in the afterlife. And then they all meet in the afterlife. So that was the big thing is the island happened. All these mysteries in science fiction, that's real. It's just that it was, quote, the biggest moment in their life. And they mm. all wanted to move to the afterlife together. So I tell you, I really people... hope it's not a sideways in the afterlife. I mean, I'm going to take a long time yeah. trying to find my connection and stuff. Yeah. So they actually did leave dying. the island and come back, right? Well, just imagine like, dying and then have yeah. to spend a whole season trying to find your way to heaven. Yeah. So they yeah. actually did leave the island. They returned they to, to the life, island. Essentially. Yeah. They actually time traveled and, mm-hmm. you know, people died at different times. But by the way, the afterlife works, they all went and meet up. And even with Hugo, when it's revealed to be lived probably 100 years or whatever it may be, oh. he still died and he passes the island. Oh, that was so touching where he's like, he's like, you're a great number one. And he's like, well, you're a great number two. So mm. that was just a super touching scene. And because they, and, all look, they all look the same age that they were at that point, because it's all about, well, apart from the fact that would have looked a bit silly, um, perhaps de-aging, well, de-aging and aging was not really a, a big thing at that that time. Um, but because that was the most significant time of everybody's life, um, so they all look the same age you get that to they pick did your at that time. Yeah. So I think I think that was the big thing where it really went into kind of um, – show the way that the mass of the populace thinks where they just didn't get it. And you have to sit back and you have to really deeply think about it. Like, okay, these people all died at different times, but they met in the afterlife at the same time. So whether they like Boone and Shannon, where they died early on, uh, you know, they died in like the first or second season, they still went to the afterlife and they met at that exact, because time doesn't matter in the afterlife. So mm-hmm. they met at that exact point. And then there's Hurley who lived a hundred years or whatever it may be. And then he met, and then there's Jack who died right at the end and sacrificed himself. And he met, and he's the one that was like, I don't understand this afterlife. And it had to be explained to him. Um, and that was the big thing is everything that happened on the Island happened. Like that was the big surprise. Everything you experienced, the time travel, it all happened. The island was never, um, what did they call it? You know, it wasn't hell and it wasn't heaven type of thing. It wasn't, yeah. you weren't floating in space. The sideways flashes was. I mean, they could have uh, went you know, back as the Oceanic Six and just stayed there. They didn't have to go back, you know. Yeah, they could have lived, but yeah, Jack convinced everyone to return and crash again because Jack's well, Jack. Plus, all their, all their lives were actually get worse, weren't they, off the island? Yeah. As I seem to but remember, it's like karma. Well, like you know, <laughs> yeah. So, well, Hurley was doing like Hurley was doing good because he was actually kind of lucky. Uh, Kate had the kid, you know, but then Jack kind of went around, and then uh, John went around and tried to convince everybody to come back. Saeed was protecting people, but he kind of went back to being a killer, so he kind of regretted it. And they kind of thought, well, the only forgiveness. Oh, and then Ben convincing everyone, like, oh, listen, yeah, John died for you guys. So it was just a ploy to get everybody back because they needed someone to take over the island. So, but yeah, it was, I thought it was a great ending. Once it gets broken down and mm. people can openly discuss it, it's great, great ending where everything that happened 
happened. That's it. It wasn't purgatory. You were watching a weird science fiction island show the whole time. Like there was time travel. Like it happened. It was all real. And it was like, wow, how deep is that where everybody died? It, regardless if that was the best moment of their life, that's just a story they decided to tell. That's when I, they went I on to the afterlife. People misunderstood and thought, like, okay, the plane crashed and then they all died and everything else was a dream. Like, no, that's not what happened. <laughs> yeah, they were. That was the problem. Everyone was like, well, it's purgatory. I'm like, no, listen to Jack's dad, where he literally says, everything you experienced is real. Everything you experienced after is real. And everything you've been experiencing in season six is you finding your path and accepting yourself and accepting your life to get to this point because you're ready to move on. We don't know how Kate died. We don't know how a lot of people died and we don't need those explanations. We just know, okay, at some point Kate died and uh, she's here. We know when Jack died. We know when Shannon died. We know when Boone died. We don't know when Rose, like people die at different times. We don't need every single story of like, well, when did Kate die? I don't know. She just died. She just lived a normal life and she died. Okay. No big deal. All right. Get off of it. So just chill out. So did you guys watch the, uh, the, what was it? The prologue? Yeah. The DVD the, special. The, the new man in charge. I don't think I've ever watched. Yeah. It's too refreshing. I, I might have, but I don't remember. Two things. Yeah. I have watched them several yeah. times. So. Mm. That was the one with yeah. Ben, right? Yeah. Yeah. Walt. 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 And he's just, yeah, that's the thing where it continued to answer more questions where what, uh, he went and talks to Walt. So Walt's in the insane asylum and it's like, so does Walt become the new number? Oh yeah. It's Walt and Hurley. So that's the thing. Hurley's still alive and he's either training him to be the new number one or to be Ben's number two type of thing. So it's, mm-hmm. they continue yeah, to so, answer yeah. questions after the series is over because my wife, it was funny, my wife was like, well, what about the food drops? What about all this yeah. stuff? That doesn't make any sense. And I was like, boy, do I have something for you. Because there's a DVD special, not aired on television, just for the collectors. And it was like, it's so funny because she's like, it doesn't make any sense that these questions weren't answered. And I was like, but they were. And they literally sat down with these two guys, which were meant to be the fans watching the show. Because they're like, well, what about this? What about that? And they're like, well, here's the answers. We're going to watch this video, uh, and then you guys get your severance pay, and then that's the end. No more answers. And that, it was almost like a talking directly to the fans. Yeah. And it was, uh, what is it, very fourth wall breaking, where it was like, that's clever. Because you're talking yeah. directly to us. Yeah, I mean, if, you, if, you, if you're listening to us rattle on here now, and suddenly going, what the heck are you talking about? Maybe you just, you just watched, watched the, binge, the binge online and that kind of stuff. There is, you can find it on YouTube. Is it on the binge as well? I can't remember. It's on the DVD. Over here in the UK, we've got a deep bus. Is it on on your Hulu stuff? I don't think it's on Hulu. I had a look. Hulu, Hulu. It's on YouTube. It's on YouTube to watch. If you Google Google Lost, the the new man in charge, you'll see, you'll you'll find it on YouTube to watch. For those listening at home. If you haven't watched it. And there's also, uh, as I've forgotten, I was talking about uh, in other chats, as they'll be saying, but I'm sure I remember bits... There's other bits that I remember, but I, I can't quite remember. I'm still sure in that pilot episode, there's an extended pilot episode somewhere. And I'm sure there's some other stuff in it, but I might still might be completely making it up still. But um, another thing to Google on YouTube, um, if you didn't watch Lost the first time around, um, is the, the mini episodes, Missing Pieces. 
that's on YouTube as well. And that's mm. uh, a series of very short shorts um, that were no small There's scenes. 13 episode, of them. Seasons one, two and three. Yeah. Um, add little bits and stuff. Is it just a recap or is it something official? No, they're like little side stories. It's official. It's official. Yeah. It's official. I don't know if uh, I've seen that. No, well, I've forgotten about them. I just thought I was so convinced there was seven that I couldn't remember. Uh, they were like made for like, you know, cell phones are coming out during that time. You know, yeah. <laughs> so if, if you go to YouTube so. and you Google Lost Missing Pieces, um, it, it, there's a link. It's about 31 minutes long. It's a series of 13 episodes that were released recently on ABC.com between 2007 and 2008. Each episode fills in a narrative gap somewhere in the timeline for the first three seasons. So, in some respects, it's a bit like deleted scenes. Yeah. Really. Okay. Don't, no, man, I don't, don't honestly, I don't feel... think I've seen that. I'll have to check it out. Yeah, it's it's worth a watch for just for just for getting another half hour a bit more of lost really. Yeah. Uh, so we have this huge show. We touched on all this information for like the past almost two hours. And I feel like we still haven't even scratched the surface because well, no, we didn't whole, discuss yeah. we didn't discuss all the great characters like Saeed and Hurley, which are probably mm-hmm. my two favorite. Um they were just fantastic. That album we got so I don't know, did you guys have some favorite characters? Like who did you so enjoy watching about, them? Talk about, talk about the last season, Saeed and stuff. This still kind of gets me a bit now. So remember Saeed gets shot or whatever in, mm-hmm. in the last, last season. He's pretty much dead. So they take him to the temple. They bang him in the water. Um, he's like, oh, no, he's taken him out. Oh, no, he's still dead. Then he comes back to life. And then there's this whole thing by those um, religious cult people. Um, no, we need to kill him because he's gone bad. He's bad. Um, yeah, and I still don't get much explanation because really, for about one or two episodes, you were thinking, yeah, actually, I think that dirty water might have turned Saeed bad. He looks a bit dodgy, and then it's almost like it's forgotten about. Saeed's back to normal. Um, I don't, I don't know. If that was a change in direction by by the um, by the uh, the writers at the time and stuff, but that just seems to be a bit overlooked. Um, that whole thing in the last season. I don't know if anybody else picked up anything else any explanation for what the heck was going on there uh that was a little confusing too so where i remember him died i remember him coming back but i don't remember what like why like they did all these experiments on him didn't they they pumped the, 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 the religious cult and did these things and they said oh the result is uh you failed you're bad we need to kill you now before there's too much evil but you sorry he was an evil person but the way that the way that they were explaining it was that it was because the water was dirty. There's there's more, there's less chance of it actually work, and that maybe it the water was dirty. And I assume they were sort of saying that maybe it might have um, man in black evilness. Well, I think Jacob was dead at that time. Didn't wasn't Jacob yeah. dead at that time? So maybe yes. that's where the water was dead. The water wasn't healing water anymore. Mm. But yet he came back. So the water kind of worked. And then there's a kind of thing that maybe it's dirty water. And I understand the dirty water thing because you've got the, the man in black was created through smoke when, when Jacob threw his, his brother down that hole and in the light and that kind of stuff. So I can understand that there might dirty water might mean evilness. And then you but then it's it's kind of like Sai's character didn't really change after one episode. So I don't really understand exactly where that didn't really feel like that was kind of completely played through I remember, I remember they wanted him to kill they wanted him to kill John but you know John yes. was already dead thing so which was pretty cool hmm it's just it's just a little bit bit of an odd it made sense but it just seemed feel like there was someone 
there's something a little bit unexplained or, or didn't all add up about it. They yeah, they just kind of moved past it, didn't they? Yeah. I think they just dropped the eye. Well, they dropped it, but just didn't expand on it. Um, but there were some great episodes for the whole season. And there was a couple in the last season, and one where we go right back to the beginning and we see um, uh, Jacob and the man in black arrive in the island, and, and, the, and the mad mother murders their mother and all that kind of stuff. Um, and we get Rich's backstory, which is epic in itself. That was a great episode, yeah. too. Um, another episode we talk about the one I think it was in it was in the first two or three seasons. The one where they talk about, you remember, there's all these there's there's the main group of characters, and then there's always these people ad hoc in the background. And we get that one about two of the couples um, who were just basically um, what were they? They were just they just cheated on everybody, didn't they? And stole things and that kind of stuff, and they ended up killing each other. These spiders, remember the spiders that paralyzed them? Oh, they end up you're talking about. Alive. I wanted to bring. I wanted to bring that up, Nikki and Paolo, because I was going to ask yeah, that was, that what was probably episode. the most. Yeah, I got to say, as a whole, because Lost has a ton of huge moments, but when I like, I think it was um, like I mentioned with Sawyer, where he kind of turned evil again uh, just to get back the guns, the long con. That episode was great for him, but as an overall episode, I got to say this episode, which is a uh, season three, episode fourteen, expose. That has got to be one of the most shocking turn of events in the thing. Yeah. And it really doesn't affect the whole island. It really just affects it. So it really could just be considered a filler episode. It is the, the epitome of a filler episode. But the way it affects everybody is just so shocking because you're wondering the whole time who killed this girl, uh, who killed Nikki, what's going on with that, where's going on, you know, they're hunting diamonds, everyone's backstabbing each other in the back. Um, and it ends up being like, Nikki wants to kill Paolo and she has the spiders, but then yep. the spiders get out and bite Nikki and she's actually paralyzed. And then Paolo, so they're running all these mysteries like Hurley's trying to solve this mystery. What did he say? What's going on? They're questioning all these people. And then in the very last second, it's revealed that they are both bitten by spiders. They're both paralyzed as they get buried alive with dirt. And it's just like, oh my God, that was incredible. The twist that was and I loved it. So that that might be my favorite overall episode is that one. Because it's, it's, it was almost a throwaway episode. it's almost a self-contained episode. I mean, if you never watched any yeah. other episode of Lost, you could probably watch that episode and understand to a degree what's going on. Yeah. So <laughs> there's a lot of great big moments and shocks. But from beginning to end, it told one solid story, one confined story with these two side characters that nobody really cared about. And it still was like, oh, that was amazing. So I definitely agree. Expose and the the way those characters went out is probably one of the best episodes for Lost in me. I would say for me, there's so many great epi- so many great characters. It's it's impossible to to go down that that discussion route because there were and that's what probably made Ross so brilliant, apart from the mystery and all that kind of stuff. There was so many rich characters and so many likable um, characters you can connect with. They actually got story and they got focus. So what's some of your favorite or least favorite characters? I don't think I had any I didn't like. I'm trying to think now. I liked every character to 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 uh Michael. Yes. <laughs> Michael. <laughs> yeah Michael. A bit annoying, yeah. Jerk. Well, so, um I'm trying to think now. I have a little think in the background. 
Because like I said, Hurley and Saeed are two. Hurley's those favorite. are the type Hurley, of episodes. Yeah, yeah, even those episodes. Because like I said, my wife didn't watch all the episodes with me. She slept through some. But when I got to a Hurley, a John, or a Saeed episode, and she has the hots for Saeed, which I thought was really funny. So when I got to those episodes, I stopped watching and I wait for her to wake up because every one of them had such big impacting information um, on the entire season, what Hurley was doing, what Saeed was doing. Saeed was just a great character. He didn't want to be a leader. He was just, he was the enforcer type of thing. And he was great. And he was still nice. Everyone went to him for leadership. He was smart. Uh, but I got to say, when I rewatched this, I had no idea what to expect. But I ended up absolutely despising Kate and Jack. Like those two characters were just so selfish and so t- like Jack. He was like, I don't want to be the leader. Well, we need a leader. Okay, I'll step up and be the leader. And then when people don't agree with them, he gets mad and he gets upset. He's like, well, I'm the leader. And I'm like, a leader doesn't mean dictator. Like, you know, you still have to just be the person people look up to, which was like Sawyer and Jack was Sawyer and Saeed, where Jack was just he was selfish. Uh, He wanted to go back to the island. He dragged everyone back there. He He ended up screwing up. (laughs) <laughs> yeah he always looked down uh he was always and they even pointed this out i think in season two where it was like oh i'm not part of the in crowd because jack and kate created the in crowd um and kate was just such she was such a pick me you know she always wanted to be involved with everything she and i get it's part of writing there has to be some love interest but it was literally kate bouncing back and forth between sawyer and Jack, but one thing that always annoyed me is that they're like, listen, we got this big time secret. Um, let's keep it from everybody. And then Kate would hear and Kate would immediately run to somebody else. And be like, you know what they were saying about you? This is what they were saying. And then the island would get in this big turmoil. And it's like, gosh, Kate, if you would just shut up and not tell everyone's secret. Or if you weren't like, I want to go on the adventure with you. Uh, you know what, Kate? We don't want you. Oh, yeah? Well, I'm going to make it ruin for everybody. It's like she is such a wannabe in the middle of attention. I hate it, Kate, through the whole thing. And Jack was just such a spoiled jerk through the whole thing. I'm like, man, these two characters are the villains of the show. And then Jack's like, you know what? I'm going to be the leader of the island because I think I'm the best pick. And he ended up just being the worst choice possible. I mean, he ended up sacrificing himself. And at least he made one good decision in the six years was giving the island to Hurley. Like, that was the one good decision he made. So it's just like, otherwise, he should have just shut up and just been the doctor to help people. Because he was a terrible leader in every aspect. And I'm sorry to rant on this, but I've been holding it for the entire time. Where it's just these two were just bad characters. They were bad people that I want no association with well, in real life on the first episode. He thinks everyone's stupid. Like, you know, like when he's walking yeah. around, like trying to help people, he's like, Oh my gosh. Like, this, okay. Go and he this. Gets, and you know, he becomes annoyed. the leader. Yeah. He does good. He wants to help people, but he keeps reverting back to it's my way or no way or yelling at John. Cause John wants to believe in something. He's like, you're stupid, John. What well, ends up John was right. And he convinced John otherwise. And it's just like, Man, you know, such those two were such spoiled jerks. I just couldn't stand them. Like it drove me crazy. It's just funny because there's always like the thing, like you know him wanting to go back to the island. It's because he was better on the island than he was in his actual life. 
And I think that that was like the whole, you know. He had the perfect life. He screwed it up because he wasn't good enough. And I got daddy issues. And it's like, you're a world leading, you know, in your field of spinal surgery. Like you have all the power, popularity and money in the world. And you blow it away because it wasn't good enough. And I want Kate to be with me and I'm not happy. And I'm like, man, shut up. Like, God, man, just terrible. I think the, who's the other one that... There's Michael. Oh, you know uh, Desmond. I like Desmond. He was, he was yeah, I, I ended up saying brother for a long time. <laughs> I know. I like Desmond. Why his story got kind of confusing. Uh, yeah. It was nice. He that was a real love story. He just wanted to get back to Penny. Yeah. Desmond was just cool. You know, it's like, hey, brother. You know, he was just a cool character. <laughs> yeah, I know. There's like, uh, yeah, even like when I when I went back and watched the recaps and stuff like that. Like, there's just so many like. You had Claire and you had Boone, you got a sister, you had all these, like, there's like, it was, really was a big ensemble cast, like, of, of people. Yeah. And they just you know? kept introducing more. They'd kill one and introduce five. So like, it, I, it, I think it, the only one that still does anything, like, is uh, Evangeline Lilly, is Kate. <laughs> like, she's yeah. on Ant Man. Yeah, she's so. in, I went and seen her in Quantumania the other day. Yeah. Like, I don't she know, went like, on to do something. Does anyone else, like, I haven't seen uh, Jack in anything. I think Walt. I think uh, Michael appeared in some TV shows. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He went yeah, he to... I can't, they were just all small roles. I think um, Sawyer Jack... Sawyer a couple movies I watched. I think After Jack that. was it. My wife told me this morning, Jack, uh, Michael Fox, I think his name. Well, no, I don't think Michael Fox, but like he went on and he, and he was in World War Z, but they didn't like his character so much, they cut him completely from the show right. at like the peak. <laughs> at the, he was just a random airplane pilot. Wow. So and then they cut this whole scene just for that. So yeah, I don't know. I don't uh, think I've seen Locke on anything else. Uh, I think I might have. No, it. it's kind of maybe random TV shows here and there that I didn't pick up. Yeah. But Evangeline Lily is really yeah, she's the you know, one. and I like her in Ant Man. I think she does good in there. Um, but yeah, in Lost, just the way she was written, I was like, I hated that character. <laughs> I think oh, I'm just like just I've just disappeared for five minutes. Um, you're talking about we're, we're doing a where are there now? I remember. <laughs> Josh Honaway in Connolly, because I watched that TV series. That's quite good. Only lasted two seasons. I saw him in, at Disneyland. <laughs> oh, you did? Yes, you did. Yeah, I saw him at Disneyland with his wife and bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't gonna. He's a big dude. I wasn't gonna do that. <laughs> no. Um, I just think what they've been in since. It's been like, um, you know, a game. Of, we're going back to Game of Thrones and stuff. But um, they're all in Star Wars now. This seems to be in everything at the moment. Everybody from has been in Game of Thrones. I've seen Game of Thrones. It seems to be on everything I'm watching. Yeah. Um, I'm just trying to think of anybody else. We're talking about, about we have a thing. Talking about um, characters. I still can't think of any character I totally disliked. Um, probably the closest might be closest ones might be the mother, but she wasn't a very likable character. Jacob, um, Daniel's mother. Sorry, and Whitmore's no, uh, wife. <laughs> no, um, Jacob and the Man in Black's mother. Oh, yeah. Kidnapper, you know, type Murderer, of thing. Just kidnapping. Murderer and, and, uh, and a bit of a dictator as well, really. Um, I, and I think there's a lot more to her. I mean, we kind of got a lot of hints to what she knew and what she didn't know. I think there's a lot more to her backstory as well. How the heck did she end up there? And what does she know about um, things beforehand? Uh, I'm trying to think. I can't think of anybody I detest. Some of the Dharma people weren't. Nobody interested in Ben's father, um, but there's nobody I really. When they came into the, it's not like anybody came on. And I was like, oh, I really can't wait until they're not on next. 
Kate maybe wasn't my most favourite character, I have to say, but I didn't didn't wish her scenes away. Um, but it's not a character, I mean, Mr. Echo. I still one of my favourites, and I wish we got yeah. a lot from him. I like Dr. Echo. Uh, Miles, I was not a bit disappointed being a lot more from him because the, his whole ability to talk to the talk to the dead and that kind of stuff was not really overly utilised um, enough. Yeah, they didn't follow much of that. No. Um, but I can't think of anybody. I, you know, we talk about anybody. Miles was the Dharma guy, right? Didn't like them. I can't think of anybody. And we talk about Mr. Oh, what's he called? What was the. Oh, uh, Miles. Miles was the son of the scientist of Dharma. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Interesting twist. I forgot. And Hurley tried, to, Hurley tried to hook him back up. Well, he had two names. He went by one and then he had his name. So I got confused on what it was. What was uh, uh, there's some funny other characters and stuff. One of the others um, character, remember, do you remember him? The, the big chap. What was he called? Mister. It was called Mister Suffer, Mister Happy, or Mister. Oh, I can't remember Easy. his name. What would he do? Oh, he was. He's he one of the Mister Friendly. Mister Friendly, that's it. Mister Friendly, yeah. He was. He was one of the one of the ones we saw near the end of season one. We need some of the kidnappers and stuff, and then he they were. Um, oh. he was, yeah, he was like the big dude. He was older guy. The big dude, yeah. Yeah, yeah. had like a husband or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, God, so many characters, aren't there? And we had the uh, the uh, the other the other chap with the uh, with the uh, the eye patch. He was yeah, the, the Russian sh- guy. He's Russian, Russian guy. Yeah, oh, I loved I loved when him and Saeed were like questioning each other when they're at the flame, and they're like, we don't know if we could trust this guy. So it's like two interrogators, like <laughs> yeah. Saeed pushing, and uh, oh, I almost had it like Dominic or. Mikhail. That was Mikhail. Mikhail, that's it. Yeah, so, yeah where they're like pushing each other back and forth and then they're just like listen, are we going to play this game all day or are we going to do this? And then they those two just get in a fight and they're shooting each other and smacking each other with bottles. That was brilliant. Two masterminds of torture and questioning were just like alright, listen, we both know what's going on. Are we going to continue running in circles or are we going to handle this the right way? And pop, pop, pop. And they just start fighting. We haven't talked about the French lady um, oh. and Alex. Which, again, uh, we can't we can't cover everybody. There's just no. so many characters. The show gave me that long, but it's like... It, she was, if a, you she was a big Lost, minor player, but yes. Yeah, mm. if you haven't watched Lost, if you if we didn't spoil completely everything, if you forget about some of the things we say, go, like, just watch it. Or hopefully this will be just a good recap to your memory, and you go and rewatch Lost again. Um, and if you, like, if you want to talk about it, you know, you can message any one of us. We have uh, we have the Facebook page. I like that, too. Um, we have our Star Wars page. We keep it Star Wars, the Positively Star Wars Senate. Uh, but it's probably an easier way to find us. But, yeah, it's Lost always deserves uh, more discussion. Or there's the Lost Reddit page that, you know, I try to peer in every once in a while type of thing. So Lost is still alive and well with a lot of people. I'm still I'm still off the... Um... Of the, of the feeling that I'd love to see it come back and I'd like to see some continuation. And those people say there's no way it can happen, but I think you've got somebody who's got a clever enough brain, a clever enough idea. They, there, there are ways to uh, to spin it off, but obviously you have to make it a lot. I felt like it has all the closure it needs. It's still, if it was to be explored, I would like to maybe read a book, you know, about maybe what Hurley was able to accomplish or his challenges or Walt or, you know, Something that explores it more, but I felt like the show was finalized enough. 
it's been too long to de-age and look at other characters. Yes. Uh, but I was really bummed when I was re-watching that there was absolutely no novels that explored it any deeper type of thing and backstory and characters or anything like that. I was just like, man, I, I want it more. And sometimes that's good in a show because if you have everything, you don't want any more and you don't think of it. But if shows leave you like I'm staring at a, a pop right now of a character from the movie Brightburn, where it leaves like a huge cliffhanger and you want more, but it leaves it open for discussion. And then people make a sequel and it's like, well, I, that's never as good as the discussion. So I think uh, I think Lost ended perfectly exactly what it made, needed to still left some mystery, but still gave a ton of answers. So <laughs> except because of that, it became like water cooler talk because you didn't have a book you didn't have any references you just like you watch what you watch it truly is just like a tv show like you watch what you watch on screen and that's where all the information comes from you know yeah really don't need all this deep intercut to learn anything yeah that is a good point what you see on screen is what you get you don't need to learn anything else other than you have to think deeply about the ending uh I mean, it's just like, like okay. There's a lot of like little Easter egg things in there. You can look up like the stuff about Buddhism and, you know, Dharma and all, you know, all that stuff that the little Easter eggs they throw in there. And it kind of does add to the story. You know, it kind of uh, builds the world a little bit more, you know. So, I mean, that's like research you could do to enhance your your viewing, you know, which is fun. Yeah. So, but yeah, overall, uh, great show. I'm glad we all got to rewatch it and finally sit down and discuss this 19 years later. <laughs> I'm gonna have to rewatch it all again because I, I did start watching the pilot and I was like, oh yeah, I forgot I like that character and yeah, you know. well, season one was yeah. probably one of the best, uh, one of the best television in history. I wonder if I could watch it and then just do the flash forwards after, <laughs> or the flash sideways is after. <laughs> there has to be a cut somewhere where someone did. That. Yeah, well, I mean, because I kind of <laughs> knew where it was going, it might be <laughs> maybe since you know what's coming, maybe watch. The- the finale of four and five and then go back and watch it. And then go back I, watch the whole show. <laughs> it works better just to go through and watch it. And then it just really makes you think like at the end of season five or four, you like really makes you think like, Oh, all like these future so flash, flash forwards and flash sideways. They really did have a point. They may seem confusing at the time, but if you invest 15 episodes or whatever, you'll get it. And it's like, Oh, you got me, man. I, I was really invested in it when it was on, and like that last episode was like so like emotional for me because like you finally saw them like I mean yeah they're at, meeting up at the end, but they're finally finding peace you know in a way you know and then they all found each other again they went through all the stuff on the island and all the other stuff in their lives and at the end they like they're basically still friends you know so that that was a uh, I, I I enjoyed the ending too but uh, yeah I'm gonna have to revisit that. It's nice again. in some ways that. It, it, you could say it's finished and that there might not be any more because it's a self-contained thing and that we talk about star wars or not and you know nothing in star wars is finished in any way there could always be something that they can add or tell a story in between you know episode one and two or something else and that stuff there's always someone they can add to it whereas with lost we've got we've seen everything there is to see um and could you is- have another group land on the island <laughs> well, you could do. It. I wouldn't mind going back to the Egyptian. With Hurley in charge, sure how they would you know? how they would run with it because the Egyptian period would be before um, Jacob. Uh, I, I say let's just leave it as is, and it can be open for discussion. Uh, I, 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 I totally agree. There will be a big debate on, online if the if the day comes, and I will be honest, I will welcome it. The day comes, and they say we're going to make a lost 
spin-off or lost reboot or lost um, found. whatever <laughs> i will lap it up but on the on the on the on the other side there will be a big debate online oh you're going to ruin it it's all done it's and that kind of stuff but i still say yeah. you come up with a great idea and somebody's willing to get behind it i will lap up anything else the fun was like the mystery of trying to figure it out so i mean we kind of know everything now so it's like you know well, they can add to it. I say they choose a different timeline. They can time period. They can add to a mystery and something we didn't know about, and then tie it on. Just a bit like we got um, Rogue One, you know, which added so much to the start of A New Hope that we never thought we needed to know. Rogue One was the film we didn't. Nobody really wanted. We didn't really think we needed it, and so they could, there's no way, there's absolute way they could do something very similar with Lost, and it all makes sense and all just flows straight into what we already know. It can happen. It's true. I, for one, would not want to see it again on TV. Like, <laughs> I think we got the story. Like I said, sometimes it's good to let it rest. Maybe a maybe a book about Hurley's adventures or something. But eh, let's just let it rest. It's a great show. I'm glad we can come together and talk about it. 19 years later, I don't think still, JJ would you know, let it happen. <laughs> still get focused. Yeah. On that, I don't know. Maybe in the future we'll find another show to watch. Uh, I know we. And Ricky plan on doing a second board game discussion uh, for this because we've got a lot of board games. Yeah, so I got more. <laughs> we'll just have to find. Yeah, we'll have to find an idea and we'll meet up again. I'm always up for a, a Marvel Phase Four discussion. So, but anything will be you and meet up oh, again. Be the grumpy man in the corner on that one. <laughs> Steven, I haven't watched it yet. Steven only watched Endgame and that's it. Oh, this, oh I can say this, is, this sounds rubbish, ridiculous. That's my I whole, don't get whole, it. Oh, episode. Yeah. Yeah, you like watching um, Star Trek stuff, so that, I'd be the guy oh, in the corner in that one. Star Trek discussion, <laughs> yeah, or Judge Judy one. <laughs> Judge Judy episode would be fun. <laughs> I bet, I bet you, there's no other podcast out there that's done a whole two hours talking about Judge Judy. Judge Judy. Bet you. <laughs> we would certainly be unique in that one. Oh man, yeah, this is good. I was glad to revisit the the island and all the uh, stations. There's, a, there's yeah, so, so much passion. Could all be up, might even be back for a part two at some point. <laughs> there's, there's, a, there's so many Talk things to we del- deep delve into episodes yeah. and stuff like that, yeah. And characters and stuff. We've only skimmed the service. We did. We only Cream in the top. Yeah. And like I said, on, on the Reddit page, I still see a lot of people like, oh, I'm watching Lost for the first time. So, yeah. hopefully, like I said, just there's. That's the joy of streaming. You can sit down, you can watch it, you can binge it, you can understand it better. And just, like I said, it's a great show that I think stands out in history as something good. So this is good. We can get back together and hopefully uh, somebody watches it. Yeah. Okay, well, this is it. And see you in another life, brother. <laughs> <laughs> good one. All right. Bye, everybody. Wow. We got to go back. Not Penny's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell me what I can't do. We oh, we are everybody. Goodbye oh, now. Everybody. Hello, everybody. That's the one. Very I'm good. painting my fingernails with marker as we speak. <laughs> <laughs>